What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. Your weekly podcast of insanity, fun, movies, music, one-armed men, the Beatles, zombies, and Bette Midler this week. What do you think about that? Episode 86, Danny Boyle. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. I'm a little low energy, so we brought in T-Brown. I let him back in the house, even though he still hasn't apologized to me about talking shit about Lost Boys, but you're here. You're here. And only, only because I made somebody else watch it, and they hated it, too. Who? doesn't matter. No, I gotta know. It doesn't matter. They just thought it was too scary, though, so it's for different reasons. Yeah, I just and think, I was like, I just scary? Think it's what the fuck? Film. I just think it's a bad film. I just think you're a bad film. Dude, look. It just, <laughs> we talked about this before. I'm not a good film, but Joel, Joel Schumacher. That's a pretty man. good insult. You're a bad film. I am. I am. an awful film. That's pretty good. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone in the world. I'm mentally sharp tonight. Smoked a CBD. I'm smoked some CBD with Tyler. I think it's supposed to make you smarter, right? Oh, yeah. Mental clarity? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And better sleep. Better sleep. I need some sleep. I haven't, I don't know, not much this week. Yeah. Less than last week. Maybe you'll have a good night. Yeah. I'm already having a good night. First day of Sober October. Tyler, yep. me do, Tyler Huff and me are doing Sober October with Connor, who hasn't been on the podcast for a long time. Yeah, it has been a while. I thought about maybe seeing if he wanted to come and like you, we you, we could talk about the sober October thing a little bit, but he's got a meeting tonight, so yeah, we we can do. You know, obviously we're probably not doing next week, but the week after or something, maybe. Because next week is Kreischer. Yeah, so we're taking a week off. So we have Burt Kreischer next Thursday night, unless he cancels. Unless he cancels because of COVID <laughs> or something. Oh, you guys are going on that? Yeah. Right. Why wouldn't Why you? Wouldn't He's hilarious, man. <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. No? You good? Yeah, I'm good. He's fucking so funny. He's the fucking best. He's fantastic. I do like Tom Segura, too. I know you're a big fan of Tom Segura. I like, I like Segura, Segura more, but I do. I decided, I do well. you know, how, how many times is a good comedian going to come to this town? Sure. Not often, so... <laughs> Tosh came. Chappelle? Yeah, that's sold out in like 30 seconds. Chappelle was I here? Saw, he came twice, actually. Hmm. And then uh, Norm Macdonald came, too. He hung out at No Coast. That's right. right. Yeah. Ral- Ralphie May. You know, everyone likes that guy. He came like, here? Liked. No, I'm joking. He didn't come here? Oh, yeah, he came here. Oh. Then he died. Well, I knew that. He came, he came here, and there was, like, a big controversy because he was all fucking strung out, and his act sucked, and people were pissed. Yeah, it was, that's, he did that a lot. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of his jam. Yeah. He was always fucked up. Yeah. Um, who else came here? Rollins, Rollins came twice. It's not really com- comedy, comedy, but comedy, yeah. kinda, but kinda not. Chappelle, Chappelle came. Chappelle. Another uh, one that sold out in like thirty. Yeah, seconds. that was fast. like I looked too, and it was the like four hundred dollars. I was like, eh, yeah. The good. thing with that though is like Kreischer's thing that I like is he'll add shows. Like he'll just keep adding shows. Like yeah. he'll, he'll he'll do an entire weekend in the city if they keep selling shows. And he'll huh. just keep he'll do like three shows a day for three days to get if they keep selling out. He'll keep going. He'll that's keep. awesome. So that's what I kind of like about him. But yeah, I do like Segura better. I like his sense of humor better. It's all about like I think he's he's just he, he, it's darker, but it's more subtle too. He's really soft spoken. His delivery is fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And I, I just have I have I agree with his thoughts a lot more than I agree with. I mean, Kreischer's just kind of like a little bit. More, he's got like fan, his like family jokes and but like Segura's about like people murdering 
murdering people and just like dude the 69 bit is fucking hysterical yeah every time i, I fucking love that bit when he talks about killing a dog for his kid he's like maybe if you stand up for yourself we wouldn't have to do this fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like uh, he's clever I used to like Delia a lot until we found out that he liked underage girls or something. I mean, I'm not sure what the. I still like him, and we don't know the story. It hasn't really very true. You know, there's not a full story on it yet. So, (sighs) I am bummed. We probably won't see a stand-up special from him out for a long, long time. Yeah, Louis C.K. is doing shit again, and he was, like, literally jerking off in front of people, which I still don't think is a big idea, because he's like, hey, I'm going to jerk off in front of you. You can leave if you want. But. True. I agree with that. See, the thing that I heard was that he, like, he locked them in the room, and then. No. No? He was like, I'm going to jerk off in front of you, and they'd be like, what the fuck? And he would just start doing it, and they'd be like, uh. Meh. Yeah, you. I mean, if it's, it's my fucking room, get out. If you're not interested, leave. Exactly. Yeah. Did you ever hear the Segura bit where, like, Mike Tyson, like, is in Segura's green room? No. He's like, you got a window, Tom? He's like, no. He's like, why? He's like, because windows are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole story there, though. That's a cool yeah, story. Yeah, like, he has a whole bit, and there's two parts to it. Like, he tells, like, the first part, and then, like, it's one He of does his, the callback later. It's like, yeah, it's like three, it's like two or three uh, specials ago. But Tyson's like, fucking hilarious. He meets him on the plane. It's, like, fucking hilarious. It's like, uh, it's on Spotify, that that one. is. It's the newest one. They're like the most recent one on Spotify. I was just listening to Joe Rogan today, actually. Um, his Denver special a couple, couple years ago. His are good, too. Yeah, I, I, I love that. To me, I think like, Chappelle's number one right now when it comes to stand-up comedy. Segura's, to me, I think Segura's number two. I think Chappelle's been number one for like He's, 20 years. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know, like... His shit, he's so fucking fantastic. Even though he had that hiatus in yeah. South Africa, like, I think he's still... He'll go down with Pryor and, you know... Yeah. Burns and fucking... I mean, he's gonna go down as one of the greatest, for sure. If you look at... If you watch or listen to all of his specials, not a single one is weak in any no. way. Like, no. they're all 100% just on point. Killing Him Softly is probably my favorite, I... I think that's one of my favorites. Nostalgia wise, me too. Just because it blew me away when that oh, was two thousand three or yeah. some shit. We were, we were in high school. Ago. Yeah, I liked all the shit that he talked about. Um, Cosby. Oh yeah. Like, and people were just like, "What in the fuck?" And so, to, like, he kind of followed the Eddie Murphy thing because Eddie Murphy started like talking shit about Cosby when he got his Mark Twain award. And everybody's like, whoa, how you can't talk shit about Cosby? And he's like, you motherfuckers don't even know. You don't even know. And he's like, calling him a rapist and shit. And then like later on, it came out and everybody's like, oh shit. That's what he was saying. And like, he had like, pull- <laughs> when Chappelle like start, kept it going, man, just like, and that bit, the, the uh, Saturday Night Live bit where all like the black dudes came out. I don't think like, I saw that one. It was like, it was Chappelle hosted and it was, it was, oh no, no, it was, who, who hosted that one? Was it Chappelle that was hosting it? Yeah. No, Eddie Murphy was when Eddie Murphy hosted Saturday Night Live. This like finally again after all these years. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah. And so then like Chris Rock came out, and then like um, Chappelle came out, and like like all all these black comedians, and like Chappelle starts like, but Dave, Dave can't smoke. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because like, I mean, he doesn't, and he just starts smoking on the stage at fucking Saturday Night Live, and then some white guy, one of the white comedian guys, coming out to like try to join him, and like 
um, that Keenan guy comes out, he's like, I got this, and he like, just takes one, like, like, hauls the white guy away. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart was the other one that was on it. It was like all, there was like five of them that oh, came crazy. out. He'll go down as one of the greatest, too. He's pretty fucking funny. He is, I just, I mean, I like his shit, it's okay, but he's... I think he was funnier before he got fucking, you know, they, they ripped on him for older shit that he said in his yeah. stand-ups, oh, yeah. and yeah. it's like, really shut him down what the Oscars. fuck, it's like, fucking comedy. he kind of changed his game a little bit because of that, which I get, but it's like, if you watch his earlier shit when he's saying whatever the fuck he wants, it's more funny than yeah. now. Yeah, I, I think that he... And Dave Chappelle's still like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, That's what I like, because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like he's like he's the. A lot of people don't give a fuck. I don't think Rogan gives a fuck or Segura. Like on Two Bears One Cave, they always talk about, I guess, agents and like talent companies that like hire you for sitcoms or whatever. Like that, like studios have like there's a color system, and the people who are like maybe we shouldn't have this guy on the show because he's got he says some really fucked up shit and he like it's gonna be hard to like defend him, and his his manager was just like. He's like, so did you put me in for that thing? And he's like, no. He's like, why? He's like, you're in the red, Tom. He's like, what's that mean? And he's just like, you say so much fucked up shit that like, I, you couldn't be on that show. There's no fucking way. Like they, there's no way. So like, it's kind of a cigarette's just like <laughs> on two bears, one cave. My favorite thing is, is like, cause I've seen a lot of fucked up shit and all of it's made me come. All of it's made me come. <laughs> like, yeah. So fucking funny. That's so funny. But yeah. True story. True story. <laughs> okay. CBS, you said barely anything. What's up, man? I don't um, nothing. <clears throat> nothing. I don't have anything to say about any of that nonsense. I made you watch all of it. I know. <laughs> I feel dumber for it. What? <laughs> dumber? Uh, depends on which one it was. Like, Delia's the second one you made me watch, which might not be the second one because I don't care. He's unbelievable. Not good. I mean, unbelievable. Like his jokes. I was in the aisle at a at a store. And there's a baby. I saw him get revenge on the baby. Okay, first you look like a homeless man. I no woman would ever leave her child anywhere near you. You're completely unbelievable. The one before that, though, with his buddy that came and visited him with the kid in the magic garden. That stuff's priceless and believable. Yeah, that one was better for sure. So, like, as a I thing, agree. Star Wars Zone was believable, man. Then he keeps coming back to the baby, and it's not believable. Not at all. For a lot of reasons. He has a middle one in that's only 30 minutes long. They're talking about going to Australia. That one's pretty good. I mean, if you say so. Do what happened to you with Alvin, no day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, you may watch that one, too. The Elevator. The elevator. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's an always saying. That's where's, how they, that's how they where's, the, where's the lift? Oh, it's over there, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got three words. Eat my dick. <laughs> but That's how they talk. So fit, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what's in the news? What's in the news? I guess Jamie Foxx officially signed on to be Electro in Spider-Man: Homecoming Three. This is a train wreck. Is that for real? Yes, yeah, I guess so. Fucking why? I don't know. I liked him as Electro. I thought he did a good job. He scared all Michael's kids. Like, oh, yeah. We've talked about this before. I remember you saying that. Scared the shit out of them. They still won't watch it. And, like, I, Colby's, like, 12 or some shit like I, that. I, I, why? I mean, what's, there's plenty of fine actors that could do that. 
and probably do it better. I thought he did a fine job. Yeah. I, why are you dipping back into the pool you've, you know, you've already been in? I don't know. Why, why ruin the series? Yeah. So, in which movie is supposed to be Electro 4? Homecoming 3. Hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, yeah. Because okay. you're taking from, what's his name? Uh, who was the Spider-Man before? Garfield. Well, Garfield. Garfield, yeah. Because that's, that's a Garfield era, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Nah, mm, might confuse people. Not a fan. You Seems know, stupid. Depending on whether they try to do the origin again, or whether they just move forward. I mean, they were building to do a Sinister Six. Right. I think it's a weird bridge. Um, But as far as the Electro thing, I don't see how you could make it a, a follow-up. I could see if you're going to try to do the bridging reality nonsense, then maybe you make it a merged reality. I guess. I mean, I don't feel like Jamie Foxx was bad. I don't think it's a very good version of Electro. It's more the Ultimate Electro. Right. Right. Which Some isn't you, a bad thing. Is Electro originally a white guy? An yeah. African-American character? No, he's not. No, he's a white guy. Okay. He's a white guy that wears a green and yellow suit with a big lightning <laughs> bolt on his head. Big giant so, star I mean, fucking thing on his face. Uh, it's goofy looking. But both Garfield movies are the ultimate version of Spider-Man, though. He skateboards in it. Like, he right. does, it's all, it's like, yeah, that true. first movie is like the first issue of that comic, like the ultimate Spider-Man comic. Sure. As far as the style, yeah. That was no, one, even the story. It's like the same story. That was the one thing I thought they got right was, was it Dr. Lizard? Oh, the, uh, Dr. Connors. Dr. Connors, yeah. yeah I yeah. thought that was great. I loved that. Like, well, that's, that's what I wanted to see when the new Spider-Man came out. I was they, like, I want to see the fucking Lizard. They wasted so much with, like, cause Connors is in the Tobey Maguire movies. He's in two right. of them. Yeah, he just doesn't. And he never changes. Never, they never move forward with using that character. But whenever uh, Sony was building to try to get to a Sinister Six, I mean, I guess you're going to try to use some of that and move forward. It, it just doesn't fit as far as the movies connecting. I think a lot of people in the modern version of watching movies aren't going to connect the two things. Like if we're talking ten years ago, people will be completely confused. Sure. I don't. I don't see that happening now with the, the way things have worked so far. But now they've also introduced the idea of time travel that creates realities that maybe doesn't create realities, and who knows how time travel works, really. Can they bring him in, like, via Spider-Verse, maybe? Do you think that it's they possible, would make yeah. that cross? I don't know. Like, the, as far as the Spider-Verse, like, the animated connect the two things, I could see that happening as an idea. I don't think that they will bridge those two things that way. I think we might easily get a... Uh, Sequel to Spider Verse, and they, they already are. Yeah, they're, Sony, Sony's already said they, they're making. They're making it. Yeah, right. That may lead to and our uh, current Spider Man, real the real world Spider Man. But I don't think they bridge the supervillain from one side to the other side, from the animated to the live action, hmm. just because it's too. That'd be too messy. I can see the one landing the other direction, like uh, a portal opens up and they see the real world, whether it's Miles or whether it's right because the sequel is supposed to be. Um, Stacy, isn't it? Isn't she the main character of the second sequel? For Spider-verse? Spider-verse? No, it's still Miles. Is so, it? Okay. I, I mean, Gwen, Gwen will show up, but right. they all will. Well, sure, that's the whole idea. I, that's the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen, honestly. Oh, yeah. That was my Spider-verse favorite. In the Spider-Verse was so good. Yeah, it's really good. I loved it. Yeah, as far as Jamie Foxx being Electro, I mean, that's a little weird. See, my question is, and you're going to have an answer for this, is, okay, he signs on to do this. When the fuck is he going to be Spawn? Because he's been said to be oh. Spawn for fucking, like, three fucking years now. Oh, yeah, that, that shit's dead in the dirt right is now. Is it? 
No, I mean, yes and no. I I want to see that. I want to see Todd McFarlane spawn. I mean, I sure. think he's, he he would fucking kill it. I yeah. I don't I don't disagree. I mean, Todd wanted to, to make the movie a particular way, and then he wanted to direct the movie, and then he wanted more money than the movie to make the movie than what was being provided to him, and then we hit three hundred for the comics, and he quit focusing on the movie, focused on number three hundred. Then after that, he decided to make a spawn action figure. Right. And that made a lot of money. Um, and it's still coming out at some point from hmm. Kickstarter. So if he just kickstarted the movie, I mean, at it that would probably, point, yeah, it would probably do it. Probably yeah. just sit out and not worry about anybody else getting in the middle of it. But uh, I, I think they're talking about bringing the multiverse more into things. And then maybe that's how they're going to do it. Sure. Start doing it by like having glimpses of that shit. But the thing is, is DC's kind of started, already kind of started that shit as well. So it's like, I hope that they both don't start doing it as fucking dumb if they both do it. Yeah. DC's kind of trying to fix their shit with it, which it's fixable if they do that. Well, just like you said last week, they, they almost don't have an option. Like there's, they're, they're, they're focusing on film by film by film by film by film. And then it's okay. Can we get this all together? It's like, uh, maybe. If we go this route. Like, but with Doctor Strange 2 being called the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I forgot about it's that. It's going to bring all that. Sh- so it's going to be that. Sure. Which. Did, that makes sense. Did the Avengers fracture time? You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm going to say probably. Possibly. Who knows? Yeah. It's a good question. I don't. Th- I think both universes are probably going to wind up doing it at some point. That's the only way you can recast Iron Man and act like it's okay. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's a different world's Iron Man. He can look like a different dude. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's Tom Cruise. Why not? He's okay to go to space. Ugh. Might as well be Iron Man. No? S- Only me? Jokes? No? I'm not funny? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what Keep you're saying. Keep on moving. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Keep on moving. Cast any one of the other Thor brothers as Thor? It'll be fine. He was saying Tom Cruise going to space, Elon Musk making a movie. That that, that That's it. That's what he's getting at. Wow. So why can't he be Iron Man if he's going to be okay? If he can go to space, he might as well be Iron Man, too. He didn't say it was a funny joke. No. Well, that was like a piece of concept art where they like made Tom Cruise. They like cast yeah, a was. bunch of other people as... Like 90s, yeah, 90s. 90s, 90s Marvel, MCU, yeah. Um, speaking of people who were popular in the 90s, Mel Gibson has a new movie coming out called Fat Man, and it's a crazy, violent, um, dark... Swearing full of rated R Santa Claus movie. Yeah. Same thing that I. That's Fuck like, yeah. <laughs> and he plays Santa Claus. Oh, he. Oh, he's playing Santa. Dude, is yes. he directing it too? Like I, actually Santa or like a hobo that is Santa Claus? I, uh, it's like a bad Santa, but not huh. the same. Huh. I mean, Santa Dead Deadline is my favorite. So I guess if he's going to be murdering people, sweet. I will say that like the, the darker stuff that, that Mel Gibson does, like Ransom. Did you ever see The Beaver? No, I didn't. But I it's I didn't really watch it's it. really dark. Like he's got the puppet or whatever, yeah. and he basically has a a, a breakdown. Right. And this puppet starts talking to him, but and then he starts murdering people. Like it's really dark. Huh. It's actually a, a pretty decent movie. Like yeah, I, 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 I and I think he directed that, that as well. I'll be damned. Yeah, it looks. Huh. I don't know. It just says Is that him. Yeah, yeah. The official oh, rating for Mel Gibson's Santa Claus comedy promises one crazy Christmas movie is heading our way. Uh, huh. They say comedy, so I liked that last movie he was in. Did you guys see this? Hmm. No, I didn't. Mm-mm. Oh, that's the one with the they're trying to find the art in the one room. Yep. Yeah, we watched it, Josh. 
Did we? Yeah. I thought that was pretty he good. He might have fallen asleep during it, but we watched the first half. I watched the whole thing. He's not bad in it. He basically plays retired cops. It's not like... It's not like a role he hasn't done before. Yeah, he's not directing this, is what it says. No, he's not. He's just the lead, but... Yeah, that movie takes place during, a, like, a, a typhoon or hurricane. It's, uh, it's a tropical storm. Right. Or maybe a hurricane. Yeah, I don't know. Because, uh, like... He's in Florida or something. The situation that they're trapped in a building, and, of course, he, his old man doesn't want to leave, and that leads to other chaos because of gangsters. But, yeah, it's not bad. I wouldn't say it's... Like, great, great, but it's not bad. So, the plot appears to be um, Santa partners with the military to keep his gift-giving business afloat and a young boy who employs the services of a hitman to take down Father Christmas. Oh. Nice. I don't know. Sounds rad yeah. to me. I'm fucking into it. I'm, I'm into any crazy Christmas, up Christmas movies movie. ever. Who well, not to any, Santa? but, you know. The boy? Why? Uh, maybe because he got mm-hmm. stiff. It's a bad kid. Because his parents suck. Okay, so my parents one time, I was really bad. <laughs> they gave me coal in my stocking. I cried for like fucking days. I was little. But Did I you got- get anything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But I definitely got coal in my stocking. I shouldn't even say that. It was coal bubblegum. Like it was like little rocks that turned into bubblegum. But I was like, you gave me coal. And I was so sad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> wow. That's, Yeah. Story time with T Brown. <laughs> Too much information. Sorry, dude. That's Christmas. Good. I love Christmas so fucking much because we, you know my family. We we came from nothing. Like we have had nothing. We didn't get toys throughout the year randomly just for the fuck of it. Like so at Christmas time, I my dad had worked a dick ton of fucking overtime, single parent income, and we and like it was like magical. They always made Christmas magical. Like, and it was just. It was thoughtful. It was shit that I loved. It was never just like, oh, he might like this random thing. Like, they just knew what I fucking loved. Like, my mom would keep tabs on stuff that I'd look at throughout the year when we'd go to Kmart or Toys R Us or if we were in Denver, Lionel's Lionel Play World. Do you remember that place? Oh, man. Lionel Play World to your frown upside down. <laughs> I do remember the it song. Was just, it was just like another place. toy store like Toys R Us. They I had a that theme song. Stupid song. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I don't remember this place. I don't think I ever went there, but I remember that song. That's stupid. Yeah, huh. yeah, it was just, but anyway, it was just like, man, it was fucking, one year I got fucking Storm Shadow, like the second version, you know, like when with you was the hood? When you, yeah, the hooded one, yeah. I got Shockwave, Blizzard, I got the Warthog with Sergeant Slaughter. That thing is awesome. Yeah, it was just like fucking, and then one year I got the Tomahawk, and it was like the greatest fucking thing ever. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, anyway, I lo- like, so, I, like, I just, I don't give a fuck, I love Christmas in like, any way. Agreed. True that. Um, bore out two trailers up. Showed you guys that earlier. If you hadn't already seen it, you should check it out. Fucking hilarious. I'm on board with that. Another thing that T. Brown doesn't like. It's fucking weird. It's just not my kind of humor. Just fucking watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. God damn. But everything you tell me to watch is bad. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I said, it, it, it looks funny. It's just not. It reminds me of. You know, Bad Grandpa and all those crappy... Bad Grandpa know. was fucking hilarious, oh, too. Man. Where that little boy dresses up like the girl at the end and does the fucking striptease to Cherry Pie. Dude, no. Fucking brilliant. No, that's not a fucking... It's thing. fucking hilarious. Dude, a funny movie is like fucking... Making fun of all those fucking uh, beauty pageant moms. So funny. That's just not, not my not my gig, man. And Knoxville goes up there as the grandpa starts throwing dollar bills that's at That's gross. No. But it's funny because they're making fun of pageant parents. I, I get that. It's... It and it's a boy dressed as a girl. Go watch Little Miss Sunshine if you want to make some, you know. I love that movie too. That's, that's a great movie. 
funny to me is like quick witty fucking like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is probably one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. I fucking love that film. That movie is super old. I know. I, I still love it. It's one of the funniest movies. You've also a Christmas movie. Also a Christmas I, movie. Yeah. I, it's no, it's yeah. That's Robert Downey Jr. I know. I watch it all the time. What was the one with uh, Johnny Knoxville in the fun park? Oh, action, action, point. action point, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That movie was really fucking good. But that's different because it's a movie. Like, what, what, so it was what Tyler's, Grandpa. No. What Tyler's saying is the movies that are just being made to prey on people, stupidity. Almost like a footage film. Yeah. yeah. That's what Borat is. Just, is. Yeah, it's that's, a movie that preys on people's stupidity. It's just not my jam. So, yeah. That's where it lands. So did Brad Bear and Grandpa and a couple of the other ones. But well, like, we're 50-50 then on that. I'll give you. Yeah. I didn't know it was a war. I don't think it is. CBS, well, this all, side is for it, and that side is not. So that's here's the thing. That side doesn't like fun things. That's not does. true. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's not true at all. I love Tom like, Segura, and this guy's like, oh, I don't fucking like, like it. Well, CBS doesn't like anything, so that's why we pretty much... I like yeah. lots of things. If he wants to share his opinion, he, he does, but other than that, like, we're not like, what do you think, CBS? Because we know he's like, eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like... 50% of that is true, for sure. I don't hate Segura, but, you know, the rest of them are, yeah, arm's length at best. With that nonsense. Um, John Cena is going to be in Fast 9. Yeah. You know he's playing? Do I know who, who he's playing? Yeah. Wait, I don't know what you mean. Like, Didn't, like what his character is. No idea. Vin Diesel's brother. Toretto's brother. I'm going to say yes. Oh, oh really? That's, what, that's what's in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, have you guys heard the fucking new Vin Diesel... Hit, I did hear it. Hit single. It was. Yeah. It was. It was not Man, not amazing. Skip sent it to me. And I'm like, what in the fuck is this? He's like, right. And I'm like, uh, it's weird. It's like a dance club mix with his voice, but auto tuned. It's weird. Yeah, I wasn't. I was it's like, pretty bad. Did yeah. he make it? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's his voice for sure. I don't know if he like. He, he it's it's just Vin Diesel and whatever. Yeah, I I saw it. I was like, what? Huh. I'm guessing just a product of. COVID boredom hmm. is that's, what that's it fair. is. I'll tell you this. It's no party all the time. <laughs> party Murphy. <laughs> no, that's a good song. <laughs> sure it is. He, it is. Party it's all a, the time. It's a great 80s time, song. What's the, and what's the Patrick Swayze song from Dirty Dancing? I don't remember what that one is, but Party All Tyler? the Time lasts way too long. Had the Time of My Life? Is it that one? No. That's, that's not the one that he's saying. No, no. Um... I don't know. That wasn't Dirty Dancing, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Had the Time of My Life is Dirty Dancing, yeah. I don't remember song he... Yeah, I don't remember. Is uh, that not the one? I thought that was the one. Hey, he didn't sing that. Is time more of my life. He didn't sing that. One. I feel like he does at the end scene. Oh, oh, maybe. oh he, I, well, maybe. He might sing it in the movie, but he's not the one who like made the song. She's like the wind. Ah, uh, there it is. She's like the yep. wind. Hmm. Yep. That's not him either, is it? Mm. Yeah, that's him. Oh, God. My mom was obsessed with this fucking movie. Every woman is, Tyler. Every woman. There were like five years of my childhood. She would watch it every day. I'm like... My wife still watches this movie. First thing I did when I was 14 and got a job, first thing I did was save up for a fucking TV. So I didn't have to share the TV with my mom. I never Fuck this dirty dancing bullshit. Funny story about... 14, I don't want to watch this garbage anymore. For real. Don't have to take it. But funniest thing about that song is when he was on the set for Outsiders, he was trying to convince the director of Outsiders to put that song in that movie, and they're like, no, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Later on, he got it in Dirty Dancing, and it became like a number one hit, and everybody's like, holy shit, 
That's that <laughs> fucking song. I don't think it would have made sense in Outsiders, but... It's funny you mention Outsiders. My daughter's reading Outsiders in school, and she's like, oh, Dad, all these... You know, and she's explaining all these characters. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that. I know that. And that yeah, it's and me and the rest of us. Oh, yeah, that's Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah, and I'm like, everyone in the movie, because she hasn't watched the movie yet, because I haven't finished the book. I'm like, everyone in that movie gets famous except Ponyboy. And she's like, no. I'm like, everyone. <laughs> really fucking famous. True. Yeah, it's true. Uh, make her read... Um, not Don't make her, but have her read that... That was then. This is now because Pony Boy's in that too. It's a, it's technically a sequel. Oh really? Yeah. That was then. This is now. Yeah. Okay. It's like the second book. It, it's a other characters, but Pony Boy's in it. She reads so fast. She, she's reading. She's reading that. I'm reading Dune, and it, she's like, "Oh yeah, I finished my book." Blah blah. And I'm like, "I'm like chapter nine, ten. She's like, "Oh, I finished a book." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" It already has three hundred seventy-two thousand um, listens. The Vin Diesel song? Oh, my God. Wow. It's not a bad beat. Ah, it's not going away. You can't get it to stop. It stays with you forever. It's not a bad beat. It's what, it's what you get. Uh, it's fucking bad, man. Like I'm gonna say, it sounds like he's I, getting finger blasted by a velociraptor. <laughs> to me, but. Man. Uh, wow. Yeah, blue. A- actual. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Between that and Chick Fil A from Kanye West, I'm gonna pick that. Hundred percent. I don't know, Chick Fil A by Kanye. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Are that. you serious? No. How would you have miss that, Jim? No. Oh my gosh, I don't he know. loves him some Chick Fil A. Well, I don't blame him on I, that. I, yeah. I agree. God's God's uh, chicken. It's pretty yeah, it's, terrible. Like, oh yeah, it's ours has been closed for six weeks. I know, right? Getting that second drive-through. There's one in the There's one in the college. You can go there. Hmm. I always forget that's there. It's not that good. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A's good. You're fucking good. crazy. You're wrong. Dude. No, it's just chicken, it's man. Good. It's the best fast food chicken there is. What about Popeyes? No. 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 Not even fuck close. Nope. I haven't eaten Popeyes. I don't know. I was just it's asking. It's not. <laughs> Popeyes is greasy. No, and I don't know. I've never eaten. I was just asking. Chick-fil-A is like, you eat a chicken sandwich from there, and you're like, I feel like I didn't just eat fast food. Exactly. You, you don't know? feel all nauseous and I, sick and shit. I don't know about that. I'm 100%. I, yeah, I'm with you. I always just get a wrap when I go there. You don't get the nugs? It's all about the nugs, man. No. Ugh. I'm gonna, I'm either going to eat shitty, or I'm gonna not eat shitty. Like I'm not gonna be like, well, I'm gonna kind of have chicken, but fry a little bit. It's like fuck that. I'm either gonna have a greasy ass fucking cheeseburger, some fucking onion rings, or I'm gonna have something healthy. Like I'm not gonna just kind of like, oh maybe no. That's just how I eat. Okay. You do you. I and mean, chicken I- freaks me out too. Like really. Yeah, I used to have to break them down a lot. Mm-hmm. It kind of weirds me out. So it has to be really, really good fucking chicken. It is. Things are different though when you when you break down an animal. Like being a butcher, I'll, I'll never eat fucking bear again. Fucking ever. That's a garbage animal. I'd rather eat a fucking raccoon. There's no way, man. Well, they're pretty much the same thing. Yep. Yeah. It's a big, big. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. The big raccoon. <laughs> Plus, they look like humans when they're fucking hanging up. You're yeah. like, ooh, I heard that. Ugh. Fucking. They, but they are trash animals. They yeah. eat anything. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, it's different once you tear down an animal. You're like, mm, I'll never, I'll never quite look at this same. I, I see what you're saying. And it, it, it needs to be like good, clean chicken. And I don't know if there's is because like I've bitten into a chicken sandwich from multiple places, Chick Fil A being one of them, and it's had gristle like that weird shit. And I'm like, ugh, fucking gross. I just I think be, I've ever just, had a bad chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. It's just me. I, I get the nugs because that's that, those are my favorite. The nugs, whether they're grilled, <laughs> breaded, don't matter. All about the nugs. <laughs> oh, man, it's fine. Um, Bette Midler is officially signed on for Hocus Pocus too. It took it this long. Yeah, I thought, no, I thought, I thought it just happened. It was really? rumored, but it wasn't official until uh-huh. today. All right, that makes sense. I just saw that. Uh, I found. Hocus Pocus got remastered in 4K, so I was like, "Why the fuck did they do that? That's mm-hmm. weird." So Probably. that's that's gotta it's be. It's gonna wide. be a Disney Plus movie, though. Oh. oh, so millions of people are gonna pay thirty bucks for it? Except cool. me, I'm gonna steal it. No, I th- no, I think it's gonna be like just on the streaming service. Oh, and then right. last bit of news, which I don't remember. Like CBS, we talked about this on the podcast last night on the Top Five Comics podcast. And I remember talking to someone about it. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show or not. You guys help me remember, but um, Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka in Mandalorian season two. Ahsoka is a character who's on. I think we talked about it. Did we? Did we? She was. She was on Rebels and um, Clone Wars. It's Anakin's uh, Padawan, basically. You you guys have talked about on the show. Have we? Okay, because I wasn't sure, but it was like. Yeah. Since it's all coming out, because at one point she was lobbying really, really hard for the role, and you guys talked about it when she was doing that, and she absolutely fucking she fits perfectly. Sure, she's gonna kill it. Yeah. So we're actually gonna see somebody who wields lightsabers in this season, which is fucking dual right. lightsabers, white ones, and they're backwards. She she carries them behind her, ninja style. Yeah, yeah. She has a certain style. The two blades is like a interesting style. Fuck yeah, yeah. So it should be really rad. There are rumors that, like, um, Hamill is going to be Luke Skywalker in this season. I saw that, yeah. And also, Boba Fett will be in the season. Both things are rumored. Didn't they cast the dude that played Jango? Yeah, like, something? what's his name? I can't, can't remember his remember name. Exactly. Aquaman's dad. They don't yeah. know how much he'll, he <laughs> will. Like, but, what, like, what he's really doing. I mean, he could easily be any of the clone troopers that survived forward from any of those shows. But he's officially cast in Mandalore. That's what they were saying. Really? Yeah. But piece-wise, there's nuts. kind of a cool thing. What his name is? Yeah. Connected. It starts with a J. Right? So you remember when they did oh, that no, uh, miniseries of, the, the follow-up miniseries of Clone Wars? Fairly recently? No. Well, they did. They did a follow-up series at like another season of Clone Wars that was a mini, like a short season. That connected a couple of the one particular of the clone troopers to a trooper on Endor during the battle in Return of the Jedi. Okay. Tamura so Morrison. There you go. Made him one of them. So it could easily be that dude. I mean, it could be Cody. It could be any of the, like, Commander like, Cody. Five cool clone with. troopers that survived. I love Commander Cody. Yeah, he's awesome. He's fucking great. So, I mean, it could be any of those characters. I think Django with all the chase to the boot. Not Django, sorry, Boba. Boba. With all the chase to the boot makes as much sense as anything else also, but there's like a lot of things that dude could be doing. It could just be voices, as far as far we know. I think the story's going to change a lot for this season, because last season, like, you had certain episodes that kind of had their own little arc, and I think with all the character buildup and all the, all the um, like, with what's his name? Uh, Jean, Jean, oh, man. Mm. Are we talking about the dude that plays Mandalorian? 
No, the, no, the guy who plays the chicken guy in Breaking Bad, John, John, oh. John, whatever. Yeah, John Carlo. Thank you, John Carlo. Yeah. What they've been building up for so long, I think that this season will have more of an overlying arc, like from beginning to end. Whereas season one had a couple episodes that were just one little, just one adventure. Yeah, like the like the 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 jail one with uh, Bill Burr. Um, sure. Yeah, the one where they're attacking the village with Gina. What's her name? Gina what? Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. her she reappears though. But yeah, the gel one is very much a mm-hmm. kind of one kind of one off episode. Yeah. It also has a whole bunch of faces that are famous faces too, though. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's when Bill Burr's in, and the chicks. Uh, oh gosh, I can't. The girl that was in, in Harry Potter and played the, the one with the purple hair, I think, blue hair. Damn, I don't remember her name. I met that lady in life, too, and I can't remember her name. I don't know enough about Harry yeah, Potter. we've gone too far for, uh, for me. Yeah. That's where I... I'll, I'll figure her name out at some point. Anyway, she's got a band also. That's like a gypsy kind of music band. Anyway, uh, but yeah, like that episode had a lot of faces that are... A jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Borat quote for you. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the trailer talks that they brought shame on Kazakhstan and he's like getting tortured and punished for it. Like, That's why they're sending back to America so we can fix what he did wrong? Clearly, he didn't learn. Clearly, obviously, thankfully, <laughs> man, <laughs> Michael Penis, Penis, <laughs> I brought you, girl. Huff, do you have any news? Nope. I just got a bunch of Danny Boyle notes. I have a piece of news. I'm surprised you didn't hear. Oh, yeah. Are you done with the news, Josh? Yep, that's all I have. All right. Uh, Christian Bale would be okay with reprising his role as Batman for The Flash if they choose to add that universe to the multiverse. He's not against it. He said that he would have to have Christopher Nolan's blessing in order to do so, but he would do it as a cameo or as a moment to, to show up just like Obviously, Affleck and Michael Keaton will, which I thought was pretty fucking interesting. That's That'd be cool. fucking rad. Yeah. yeah, even even if he just shows up, you know, hey, whatever, whatever Flash is doing, I'm excited for. But I, just to see him on the screen again in the suit would be pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. hell I'm, yeah! I'm surprised you didn't That's hear the, that. No, I I didn't really look through any news this week though. I just went straight to making notes and yeah. There was a a thing. There was a big article that I that somebody wrote a bunch of different people like put it like combined on that about is um chris nolan the new stanley kubrick basically they they compared kubrick and him together and like what their films and how groundbreaking and how they were reviewed and how like all that kind of shit so i i I didn't read it but i just saw it i think he said multiple times that was like his biggest influence too so i think he's better than kubrick myself oh you're crazy as fuck no i i I think 10 years from now that's a fair statement i think i think he's kubrick's better longevity is bigger but i don't know we'll have to see in 10 years i think 10 to 15 years from now there will be no argument. We can say he's the best filmmaker of all time. That's just what I think. But I would mm. of all time. Mm. Hitch, Hitch, Hitchcock's up there for me. I mean, mm. big, big fucking time. You sure, think you think he's better than Steven Spielberg? Yes, I think that Nolan makes better movies than Spielberg. I think he's yes. more consistent. 
There's a lot of movies Spielberg has made that I have not liked. Correct. Some movies. He's also got a lot bigger portfolio. He does. Well, and that's but Nolan is like, well, I'm not going to fucking make a movie every year because I want to make the movie I want to make every three or four years instead. Nolan also has some of the most original ideas in Hollywood. Like that. That's the best thing about his movies that come out. It's oh my idea, my writing, my so and so. Yeah. I think the percentage of movies of. No ones that I don't like is probably similar because his, his, how many movies that he has is smaller. And so my, my percentage of ones I've disliked of his is more. Equal. It might be greater than the ones I've disliked of Spielberg. I can't think of one out of hand that of Spielberg's that I don't like, but he has a bazillion. So I'm sure that there's a ton that I don't. E.T. I like E.T. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I love E.T. I just, I just, Motherfucker. No, I love E.T. I'm joking. Don't touch E.T. I'm, I'm fucking on. kidding. <laughs> Fuck a joke. <laughs> Because from the 80s. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to see Josh. If he, would, <laughs> if he would just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting harassed today. Usually it's... Yeah. No, I love E.T. Uh, I, I took a nap. I'm fucking... I'm good. You had a nap today? Yeah. Damn. Had a nap. Smoke some CBD. You might sleep good tonight. Ooh, watch out. New Josh on the loose. You'll be ready for tomorrow. Fuck, man. I'm, tomorrow's going to be the first Friday I've gone to work not hungover and fucking <laughs> like... <laughs> Six years since we started the pod- <laughs> since we started this podcast. Hey, so speaking of podcasts, I was listening to Adam Sandler's episode last last was that last week? Yeah, mm-hmm. last week. You guys were talking about uh, the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Mm-hmm. My mom went on a date with Henry Winkler. What? No way! I swear to fucking God! Oh my man. gosh! Did he Sandy, finger, Sandy, did, he, did he finger her? Come on, those are things. That's that's a valid question. We need question. those kind of details. Yeah. What kind of stuff we need? You want me to? Cu- you want me to call and ask? Can you put her? Put her on the podcast and ask her. Uh, what time is it? <laughs> it's ten. It, or it's, it's nine. nine. What time? What time is it? Mich- she's in Michigan. She's with. She's with my uh, grandmother right so now. What are they? An hour ahead. I think. Or is it the same? An hour or two. I think it's just an hour, but I don't know. Let's call. Let's. Ugh. Let's call her. She might be awake. <laughs> is this gonna offend her? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible ringtone. Jesus, Ma. Ring back trying to punish you. Hello. Hey, are you awake? Yeah. Hey, I have you on the podcast. Can you do me a favor? What would you like? I would like you to tell these three gentlemen that you went on a date with the Fonz. Oh, Henry Winkler? Yes. Why? Because you did. <laughs> But I don't want to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listens to it except us. You're good. Yeah, I went on a date with Henry Winkler. With Henry Winkler. Yeah. Did you ride on his motorcycle? I rode on his motorcycle. There you go. From San Diego to L.A. Okay. For, to a party. There you go. All right. Nice. That's all I needed. Thanks, Mom. What are you doing? I'm on a podcast with my friends. <laughs> All right, love you. Love you, too. Bye. There you go. That's how baller my fucking mom is. She wanted a date with fucking Henry Winkler. Sweet. It's badass. She said She said that, he, you know, he called her the next day, but he was married. And she was like, nah, I don't want to hang out with a married guy. Oh, weird. Yeah, she had morals. No, not. Oh, that he was married? <laughs> that he even went on the date if he was married. Mm, I, I'm pretty sure he could have anybody fucking wanted. I know, but why get married then? I don't know. 
Anyways, I was I was literally listening to your guys' podcast. You guys were talking about little Nikki, and you went off on a tangent on Henry Winkler. I was like, I have to fucking tell them about my mom, <laughs> Henry fucking Winkler. <laughs> fucking brilliant. She hates when I tell that. Anyways, thanks, mom. That's awesome. I wonder if they held hands. I mean, she was on the, the yeah, she was on the back of the bike, man. I, mean, I wonder. If, I wonder if Henry Winkler eats ass. Well, you know he does. Not hers necessarily. I'm not saying. I mean, for sure your mother's a lovely woman, but just in general. <laughs> was that as much of a thing back then? Like, that'd be 1980. Oh, for sure. If we're talking about yeah, Hollywood, cocaine, yeah. People on coke ate yeah. ass all the time. Supposedly so. they ate babies and stuff in Hollywood. <laughs> That's true. Know. Man. On offshore yachts. Oh. Anyways, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but I, I was like, I have to Oh, weird. We went off on a tangent? Oh, yeah. Ah, fuck. Damn it. Did you we guys come see- up with a term for that? Tangicide. I don't know. We just never <laughs> been done. It makes it sound like a disease. Yeah. It is a disease. Yeah, it kind of oh, is. A it's a time disease. There you go. The uh so the la- the last movie I know we I don't want to skip ahead to the end, but did you guys see yesterday? Mm-hmm. You did watch it? I did once. I have not. I want to, but I have not. Oh. I was just asking. I I fucking love that movie, so I was just curious. I don't know if you, I didn't know if you'd seen it or not. We haven't talked about it. I make CBS watch it like three or four times. CBS, you like it? Is that the one with the Beatles stuff in it? Yeah. yeah. But because it's not really a, it's a sci-fi movie. So. Yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's neat. Because it's like an alternate universe, we'll right? Get th- we'll get there. I was okay. curious if you guys had seen it before we got. When I looked at his filmography, I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he made that. He's kind of. All over the place. He's made a place. lot of different shit. So what's the first movie there, Tyler? Well, I was going to start with a few pieces of trivia before we get to that. Okay. Um, he, you know, he's probably one of the best British directors in the game, if not the best. But he's from Greater Manchester. Greater Manchester. Yeah, it depends on... like, Just because he's from there doesn't mean he supports the proper club. We don't know that. I tried to find that you info. You could be a Man City fan. Yeah, you could be a fucking cunt. Fuck Man City. He, be a, he, he be doesn't a, seem like a cunt to me. So I think he's well, like, probably on the right side. The Gallaghers, you know, Oasis, mm-hmm. they're big big Man City fans. Well, they, yeah, you can tell... That they're cunts. That just by looking at their faces, that they're cunts. That's true. Exactly, it's very true. Did you watch Liam Gallagher's Hot Ones? Uh-uh. Douche. Is he? Super douche. douche. Yeah, I mean, I could have told you that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone knew that. Uh, Alright, his favorite film is Apocalypse Now. Okay. He was the artistic director of the 2012 Olympic Games in London. That's pretty cool. I watched that. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah. It had to do with all like the Industrial Revolution in Great Britain. It was really cool. Yeah. It actually is credited on IMDb. He's credited for it. Oh, cool. I don't know if I even saw that. Mm-hmm. I just saw the trivia piece. He has directed three actors to Oscar nominations, which are James Franco, Michael Fassbender, and Kate Winslet. Um, we may have talked about this at some point, but... He was asked to direct Fight Club, but he went with the beach instead. I like Ooh. the beach. Yeah, the beach is cool. The Fight Club's... Uh, Fight Club's amazing. He was also going to direct No Time to Die, but left due to creative differences. So I think he would have made a cool Bond film, so that kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. 
He absolutely would have. Just Maybe. He has so much range. Bond, that- Bond's one of those things that I'm like... Sometimes they're like somebody seems like they fit, but they're such a niche kind of thing. Yeah. They seem really fucking specific on what they want from each film, too. Like, it's... Yeah. So, has anyone seen his first movie, Shallow Grave, 1994? No. No one? I don't remember that name. It was, um... They find... I should probably read the actual synopsis, because it's been a long time since I've seen it, but they find... You want me to read it? Sure. Three friends in Edinburgh, Scotland, interview a select and a new... Oh, interview and select a new flatmate. He's hardly moved, and then... I can't see that. Uh, and then they discover him dead in his room. An ethical dilemma ensues when they discover that he possessed a large amount of cash. Things get worse as the men whose money in it was searched it for... Whose money it was searched for it, and three friends start to turn on each other. Okay, yeah, I don't think I've seen this. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. Pretty solid one. Um, it's been a long time. I actually just found a copy of it, like, maybe in the last three weeks and threw it on Plex. So it's on there if you guys want to check it out. Okay. Um, I remember liking it, but I saw it in early 2000s, maybe. I don't know. It's 94. I think my, I think my dad actually was into it. Really? Which is how I watched it. Yeah, he's kind of a Boyle fan. Um, let's see. It was the most commercially successful British film of 1995. Wow. Uh, the man walked off the set due to lack of payment right before shooting the final fight scene, so the actors shot all their parts for the final scene. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got on that one. Uh, train spotting is next. I think we've all seen that. Yeah, sure. That was pretty amazing. I saw that. Did you watch the second I think one? I was Thirteen when I saw that. But did you watch the second one? Yeah, and he did that as well. Yeah, I just I didn't uh, I haven't seen the second one. I I didn't know if it was even worth walking watching. So I was telling Huff I didn't watch it because the first one was so good, and I saw kind of mediocre reviews about the second one. And I was like, do I want to ruin this? And I I, I didn't really see the necessity. Of- yeah. There being a sequel. Yeah, exactly. So I was just kind of weirded that they did that. Yeah. I watched it. and like, yeah. It's like making a fucking sequel to SLC Punk. Like they, they, they just, Which they did. Did they fucking really? Yeah, it was directed. But it was DVD. Garbage. Like, it, was, it wasn't okay. good. Yeah, and What's-His-Name wasn't in it, though. Matthew Lillard wasn't in it, was he? How no, do you, how I do think even, it was all different people. do that without Matthew Lillard? That's, if it's direct, direct, it's like, yeah. Well, who fucking cares? Cash yeah. grab. It's like Bring It On 3, you know. Totally it's called Punk's Dead, SLC Punk 2. It was 2016, so not very old. But That's terrible. <laughs> I don't even think I watched the whole thing. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I kind of remember this more now. Machine Gun Kelly's in it. That's, that's how... All right. Although I like him as an actor. No, yeah, he's fine. But, yeah. No, Trainspotting's excellent. I mean, it, especially for his second film. I mean, it's pretty fucking... Pretty fucking good. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. It's been a long time. I watched it a lot in the 90s. The baby crawling on the ceiling always fucked with me. Oh, was, sure. Uh, it was, yeah. It, it, it was, it, I, I think I saw Requiem before this, and Requiem had kind of already shell-shocked me to that kind of junky world. So I, I, I thought it was good, but, I mean, Requiem 
fuck, fuck, fucked with me for oh, sure. Oh, sure, yeah. Because messed up. I just like Johnny Lee Miller a lot. Yeah. So I was just like looking at his shit. I was like, God damn, I like him and everything he does. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that dude. Like, what's he been in lately? I mean, he was in Train Spotting too, but I don't know. That's how I was just looking, but. Always, he was in that elementary show. He plays Sherlock Holmes. It's like the modern. Oh, yeah. With uh, Lucy Liu. Yeah. He's good in that. And Train Spotting too, obviously. Oh, yeah. And in that weird fucking odd Johnny Depp Dark Shadows movie that came out that I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. He's in that? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Oh, he was in fucking eight episodes of Dexter, too. I didn't watch that show, really, but... Me either. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Due to the small budget, most scenes had to be shot in one take. Train spotting? Mm Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And also, Danny Boyle credits the Spike Jonze-directed music video Sabotage by the Beastie Boys as a major influence on the opening sequence of the film. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Music gold right there. Oh, for sure. Fucking gold. God. So good. I like that video, that too. That song actually. still is all over the place. It is. I just rewatched all the Star Trek films, and it's and yeah. fucking so good, right? <laughs> but at the beginning with that fucking song, like, there's not another track that fits in that moment when right. he's driving that Corvette. I'm like, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. For sure. So I don't know if anyone's seen this one, A Life Less Ordinary. Yeah. I'd say one of my favorite... I mean, you can't. I guess you can't completely call it a romance movie, but because there's a lot of action in it, too. But if someone asked me to make a list of my top five even favorite romance movies, I would definitely use that as one of them. Ewan McGregor, Cameron Diaz. You guys don't remember that one? I've never seen it. I kind of think I, I think I have, actually. I just say Ewan McGregor was in it. And Ian Holm is in it. Okay. And um, who's the other? Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter and... Is it Delroy Lindo, I want to say? Yeah. Yeah. Good fucking movie. I really liked that when I was, I think I was in high school when I first saw it, but. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Very good love story. Stanley Tucci. Ian Holm. I think it was like, I think it was a very limited release, so. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really in theaters very long, I don't think, but. I remember this poster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, that's been a fair well, he gets fired and he, he gets fired, and so he kidnaps the, oh, from, replaced with a robot, and then, like, he kidnaps the boss's daughter. And then, like, yeah. Man, like, 97, yeah, that's been a minute. Okay. Crazy. Okay. I've seen it. I don't have many memories of it. Solid one. I really like it. Had a cool poster. Actually, don't mind Ewan McGregor in this movie either. Yeah, it's one of the few that he doesn't actually <laughs> bug me. I, I like him in most things, honestly. I know you're not a fan, Josh, but... No, we obviously have totally different tastes and things. <laughs> Man. That's fine. I know it. I'm not judging you for, I mean, taking a dick in your mouth. It's just if you like that flavor, it's your thing, man. Blah, blah, blah. I like Lost Boys. You like dicks in your mouth. That's not even close to the same thing. According to you, it is. I never said that. 
I never said that you I would said, rather if take you like Dixon Lost Boys. You like Dixon Rush. That's like, not what that's I said. Weird. You like them in your mouth. So that's crazy. I said that Gods of Egypt was a better movie than fucking Lost Boys. Oh my god. Oh god, I forgot we talked about that. We did talk about that. <laughs> that's what got you kicked off the podcast to begin with. <laughs> it only takes one vote, man, to get off this island. I didn't know there was a vote. God damn. Yeah, I was like, get the fuck out. You're All done. Right. Gods of Egypt, get the fuck out of here. I'm not saying it was a good movie by any means. Anyways. I'm so like, the beach. We've I've, all seen that, right? You didn't do any trivia on? I didn't have any. There was like nothing. Ah. The beach is fantastic. I love this movie. Um, I don't know if I ever saw this or not. You did. Oh, did I? Oh, you, for sure. You would dig it. Okay. No, you wouldn't. I think it was the very so? next no. Leo movie after, or maybe not. He no, hates, I think it's Shortly after, after Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. He oh. hates Leo. Yeah, no. First oh, of all. I forgot yeah, that you don't like Leo. There's drugs yeah. involved, so he doesn't like drugs. It's just weed, it's, though. It's like, really, he doesn't like weed movies. Yeah. So if there's weed in a movie, it's a weed movie. It is kind That's of a weed movie. It's not. But That's it is kind sure. of a weed movie. And then when that shark bites that fucking dude, and just let him sit there and fucking his leg rot in that fucking tent, and then they fucking just drag him out of the fucking camp and let him die. Dude, that was awful. You know, like it, it, that's such a fucked up, sh- so fucked up. Yeah, you're that's right. Gnarly shit. It is gnarly. Tilda Swinton is really Swinton. rad. She's really fucking rad in it, but yeah, like, she's, it's fucking weird. She fucks up everything though. Like, it, I mean, obviously Leo does too, but she, 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 she kind of ruins everything. They both, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, <clears throat> being on that island. No one to stop you from doing anything. Like I'm surprised her she didn't get her throat slit or something. Yeah, you know, like right. Daffy, yeah. Daffy always creeped me out. I, I liked that. I thought that guy for did sure. a good job. He was awesome. He was really good. I like him in everything. Yeah, that fucking Robert man. Carlyle. He's mm-hmm. fucking rad. What? Who's the guy that played Tilda's actual boyfriend? Uh, what's his name? Bugs. Uh, the actor's name. I don't know that. Okay. Yeah, but like when he grabs fucking he grabs like, his dick, just like, like <laughs> well, you know, maybe I did see this. The pictures make me remember things about. Yeah, maybe I did see this movie. God, no, I yeah, I did see this movie. I just remember being in high school when this movie came out, and everybody was fucking obsessed with it more than anything, probably because of the weed situation. But you know. I didn't even care about that as much as I thought it was so cool that all these people were living in this, you know, free, you know, world. Basically, they had their own little fucking keepy hippie commune. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Lars Ernst Hansen, Mr. Josh. That's the guy who plays. Yeah, I did did see this movie. I I don't remember disliking it, but it's been a long time since I paid any attention to this thing. So my folks went to um, the Philippines and they went to this beach. Oh, cool. They won't let you... In Phuket? In Phuket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they won't let you on the beach anymore because tourists have trashed it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is this own little secluded little um, island. Leave it to fucking tourists to ruin something beautiful. So they're trying to get, like, wildlife to come back into that area. But, yes, my my mom was like, oh, yeah, I've been right there on that beach. That's awesome. It is really pretty scenery. I mean... The, where they shot was awesome. Who's the girl in this? What's her? She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I guess looking at the girl is the... Which girl? His girlfriend. The main girl. The brunette. Virgin Ledioin? How do you remember what she looks like for some reason? So the writer, Alex Garland, also wrote, right. which, which I thought I remembered him. She was with the Frenchie in the beginning? Yep. 
Yeah. He, he's written a several, um, several books, like novels, but, um, he wrote Matilda. So the writer of this movie, and this was, this movie's based off a novel called The Beach of the Same Name. But then he wrote Matilda, but he also wrote Ex Machina. Nice. Um, he wrote. Did Annihilation to you? He's done. Yeah, Annihilation. Annihilation he, was weird. He's done a lot of, a lot of cool shit. Annihilation's the, the Natalie Portman one? Yeah. He started yeah, directing too, though. Like, I really like that movie. I think he kind of stepped away from writing novels and like, cause he, I'm pretty sure he directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure. Yeah, he wrote, I think he wrote 28 Days Later. Some other shit in there in between. Ex Machina is fantastic. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I like the beach. I, I, wow, I like. He, yeah, he only directed Annihilation and Ex Machina. Yeah, but but he wrote. But I think Danny Boyle helped him get there. Annihilation, Ex Machina, Dread. He wrote Dread. Nice. Yeah. Um, he actually, we talked about that. He kind of stepped in and finished directing Dread because that guy was fucking off. Um, yeah, he he wrote Twenty Eight Days Later, and then. So I, I was like, that guy, the name sounds familiar because I've read some of his books. Like I read The Tesseract and then there was another one after that that I read. Because I think I read The Beach after I watched it and I was like, what the fuck's this? And I feel like that the, I feel like it's kind of, it's smaller. It's like more like a novella, The Beach is. And so it like flows with the movie really well. I was like surprised how much it, it's not very different at all. <laughs> Which I think basically if you are the, the writer of the novel, then you do the screenplay as well. The chance for that to fuck up is a lot less right. likely. Well, Leo was paid twenty million for this as a the result of Damn. Titanic success. Jesus. Um, and he was going to play Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. I think we've talked about that. But when his salary demand was too high, he he peaced out and went to the beach. <laughs> Which I can't imagine anyone other than Christian Bale playing that. Anyway, right, right. So, yeah, that worked out, but. Uh, you guys remember the, the video game scene in the jungle? After, yeah, he, he's wigging out because he's all by himself. Yeah. yeah. That was inspired by Banjo-Kazooie. Nice. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's one I've seen so many times. I remember pretty much everything in it, but I feel like I haven't watched it in like five plus years, maybe. That's yeah, it's probably about five years. It's like, I, I've always liked it. The beach has always been one of my... One of my favorites. That shark scene, though, you're right. That's fucked up shit. Yeah. I do like when he kills the shark and he's sitting around everybody and he's telling a story. And he's like, enjoy your dinner. It's like the shark little mouth move. It was pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was clever. Shark's delicious. I haven't eaten shark in a long time. It's been a couple years for me, but I, I had a shark steak and I loved it. I've had like Mako, I think. Yeah? That, I think that's what it's called. That's a shark. Mako, Mako. Mako shark. Yeah. That's like the one I've had. I know there's other kinds, but. I, I don't know what kind of was. Honolulu fish sells that shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they do, as a matter of fact. Make a shark roll. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be not, weird. I'm not really into making special shit right now because it's like nobody pushes it. Right. 
So it was kind of a waste of my time. I made those tacos and nobody fucking pushed them. I noticed that. I'm like, what the fuck are all these people doing? They look good, though, man. They look like good fucking tacos. They were fucking titties. Titties in my mouth. They look like good tacos. That opa's so good. All right, 28 days later. 28 days later. Did you guys ever see the... filmed uh, entirely on Canon XL1s. Freaking impressive. Yeah. I would say that there's a meme that I saw, like, actually today, I think I saw it, and it's like, Dear 2020... If the zombie apocalypse is next, please let it be Walking Dead zombies and not and World, not and not World War Z zombies. Right. Like, what about twenty eight days later? Yeah, zombies? Those no. things are fucking horrible. Fuck World War Z. No fucking. Nah, that movie sucked. Yeah, but, yeah, but no zombies going to be. Ooh, we reach up and fucking kill a helicopter. No, this was like real world. The fuck. I think you're the one who turned me on this movie. By the way, Huff. But, it, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, because you were like, you need to check this shit out. And I was like, all right, but no, like real world fucking rage zombies. Yeah. They're just sprinting. Most at of them you. were played by athletes too, which is oh, one really? of the pieces nice. of trivia I got. Yeah, like they had to be athletes because they're fast as yeah. fuck, fast as shit, and throwing up blood all over you. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first movie I saw Killian Murphy in too. Yeah, for me, me. Too. yeah, for sure. I was like, this guy's gonna be a fucking star. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Oh, who's the who's the dad in this too? Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Also awesome. Dude, yeah, he's so good. Guy. He gets the fucking blood droplet in his eyeball. Oh, I feel like, so bad oh, for him. Oh, that's like the worst thing that could have happened right there. Oh, what's so interesting about this, too, is like, I, I'm not a big horror guy, but like, in comparison to other zombie movies, like, you change like that. Like, it, he changed within like 15 seconds. Yeah, like 20 yeah. seconds. He was yeah. fast. I think it depends on what movie it is, how quickly you change or turn or whatever. Yeah, this one was all, it's it's like super intense rabies, which is crazy. Still to this day, my favorite zombie movie by far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing has come close, in no, my opinion. I agree. No doubt. I think part of it's the way it was filmed, too. It just seems so fucking real and gritty and like... Well, it's very expansive. Like, there's so much ground cover between A and B and everything looks so much a wreck. Like, the scenes inside of London... Mm-hmm. Like I, shutting I down the London Bridge for yeah. however long they did, like that's crazy that. that they actually did that. You're talking about shutting down a major part of that city, yeah, to film that particular scene where he walks around, everything's desolate. Impressive that you could pull that off. Yeah. Did they say when they shot that scene? Mm-hmm. I was trying to. F- I've read about it before. I, if I remember correctly, I but thought I had something to do with Christmas Day. It might, yeah. I, oh, it does. I, I think it so. Does it? Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, the last time I watched the movie, I was reading trivia, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this was filmed. At least that scene. I thought I had read that on IMDb, and I looked through all the IMDb shit, and it wasn't on there. I'm like, where did I fucking read that? But if all three of us but, remember that, I'm pretty. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I remember that being a thing. They shut it. Yeah, they shut it down for Christmas Day. I think it's something that gets mentioned on the DVD extras, and maybe in the- that. That's what it was. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. Yeah, back in the day when I was that. getting all the special edition DVDs, <laughs> right? <laughs> I still have like maybe five hundred. I don't know DVDs. Yeah, Damn. I sold a bunch of them, but you know, it's like fuck. I don't know what to do with these. I want to just give them away. Like that was the good thing about Hastings; is they'd fucking buy your shit. Yeah, well, I ended up. I, I just got lucky, and uh, a girl I know, Julie is still obsessed with just having DVDs. Like, she doesn't like Blu-ray or anything. She mm. just likes DVDs. And I was like, a dollar each one, take whatever you want. Sold. She ended up buying, like, 250 of them. Damn. <laughs> like, like, that was cool. If I could do that two more times, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Crazy. I started boxing mine up. I had a bunch of, like, um, 
like a shit ton of DVDs and stuff under the coffee table. Right. And I was like, there's no fucking room for the shit anymore. So I started taking, and I, I know my shelves and everywhere. And I was like, I started just pulling them off. I was like, if I don't think about them, and I just, I don't even know what was there or like what I have. I know I have some things, but I like, I just don't have any desire to watch it anymore because I can just like either watch it on the streaming service or on Plex. Yeah. I mean, I'm so deep into Plex now. I don't even care. Like, I would get rid of all my DVDs for the most part. Sure. And then just have like, you know, I probably have between 4K and Blu-ray, like maybe 50 of those. Yeah, I probably 60 have maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe 25, maybe 30. And like those, I'm still like, okay, cool. But, you yeah, know. But most of that Plex stuff doesn't have like the alternate endings to shit. And this has an alternate ending. Sure. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Some of that stuff is downloadable, though. Like, I just found Lord of the Rings 4K, all three movies, with all the featurettes from the... Oh, crazy. Like, the the extended edition. Yeah, like, I found all that shit in 4K, which is cool. So I would think more of that shit will start coming around, but... What happens in the alternate ending? Doesn't Tony die? I forget. Because um, in, in the original no. ending, they spell out help and somebody comes and gets them. And there's like a, a helicopter or something yeah. flying yeah, above yeah, them. Yeah. What does happen then? Jim turns, doesn't he? I think Jim turns yeah. and they kill him. Yeah. Wasn't there several? No. Mm, there's only no. one. There's only two. So there's, <sighs> there's, a red, there's a theatrical ending and there's the, the, the deleted. The, uh, it's probably on YouTube. Ending. Yeah, Probably. it is. But I think the girls have to kill Jim. Yeah, and they still survive. And the they two get, of them they survive get, yeah. and they move forward. But Jim's cut out of it, and they, he winds up dying, so he's not part of the the end-to-end. Because the regular end, yeah, they've managed to spell help in the ground. They're just outlasting life-wise the zombies, and they're starving to death and dying or killing off because their insides rot. Right. Yeah, 28 days later. How long it takes for them to starve. So the... The ending has all that. The, the theatrical one has all three of them live, but the deleted one, it's only the two that live, the two girls. Right. So different. I mean, not like world changing different, but. That was the first movie I saw Naomi Harrison too. She's so pretty. Yeah, she's rad. Beautiful. Mm. I just saw her because I watched uh, Bond. What was it? Skyfall? Yeah. 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 Did you like 28 Weeks? Not really. I don't dislike it. It's not as good by any means. It's not as good, but. Right. I still like Me it. Me too. You know, I love Carlisle. Yeah. And then I like I like some of the scenes in it. You know, it's a different it has a, a completely different vibe, I think. Sure. It's a lot more big city style. Yeah. Yeah. But I I'm not against it. No, I don't dislike it. I I'm, I just consider them different worlds. Sure. I think. You know, like it was a different different story. Different crew, different different everything. So you know, in its own right, I think it was decent. Decent, yeah. There's oh. there's a batch of comic books that happened. Uh, there were twenty days later comic books that went following. Uh, uh, what's that? What was her character name? The one you were just talking about? The the Naomi Harris. Yeah, that follow her character. Oh, Doing nice. Different stuff is like a. Uh, I can see when, that being cool. When you first meet her, she's already kind of a badass. This is some of the stuff that happened before that, where she was trying to help protect the back group of people that had hired her. Selena. Yeah. They had some crazy covers. The art was a little rough, but they were it wasn't bad. Um, I feel like there's I feel like there's two miniseries that came out. But mentally, I don't remember if it was two series, just one long one, though. But anyway, so yeah, there was a batch of comic books. If you want more 28 Days Later stuff, there's more about that particular character and then the world. I think several times there was a third one 
that was being talked about. Well, yeah, it was supposed but to be 28 years. Really? I thought it was months. Oh, no, you're right. Months, I think months, it was months. Months, yeah. Okay. But it's been brought up and shut back down, like, several Multiple times. times yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even think it ever had a full script for it, but... The way this is shot and how gritty it is, like, it... it I don't know, like, just like you said, I don't know if there's a better zombie movie out there for me. Yeah. Modern, modern zombie movie. For sure. Without really being a zombie movie, because they kind of talk about that. Right. Right. And there's fun stuff in it, too. Like, when they go to the grocery store and they're fucking getting all the shit. And yeah. When they run into other bums and or other people that are alive and they kind of... It, it's it's like it's it's like a better Walking Dead for me. Like me too. It, it, it's so much better. Yeah, because they did you know talk about that with you know the the other survivors and people are the you know people you'd be afraid of and they fucking are in this one. Like, well, the sure, fucking end when Killian Murphy just goes ape yeah. shit on all those soldiers, dude. I'm like, this is amazing by himself <laughs> like, too, on foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was definitely taken from. Uh, um. Fucking Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Die hard. Die hard. Sure. Kind of like a Die Hard moment. <laughs> he does like, oh, yeah. For no sure. Because he doesn't have any it's, shoes oh, on. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's just fucking pants, raining yeah. outside. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's dark. It gets dark. It's they have like, fucking night vision and shit, too, and he still yeah. fucks them up. He just goes fucking, you know, they make it seem like for a second he's a zombie, too. Like, yeah. oh, look, what happened? But, you know, that the last 20 minutes of that movie is incredible. Yeah. I agree. Gives me chills. Don't you? Every time. How many zombie movies give me chills? That one? Yeah. It's just, it's so well done. Yeah. That's some good music in there, too. Mm-hmm. In the final 20 minutes, it's oh, yeah. really hype. Yeah. yeah. It gets you going. John Murphy, I want to say. Is that who it is? The composer. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen Millions. I haven't either. It sounds fucking did awesome. did a long time ago, like for a kid's movie. Really fucking cool. Is, is it a kids movie though? Yeah, I think it's one? PG. Like it wasn't. Yeah, that's the next one. Millions. Yeah, or maybe PG thirteen. I don't know. It's PG. I think it was the only the only movie he's made that wasn't rated R. Maybe other than Yesterday. Hmm. I want to say. Yeah, that one was. Uh, I don't think I even saw that until like ten years ago, because it was a limited release. I think like it didn't really go to many theaters. Do you have it? I think it's on the Plex. I'm gonna have to I, look I bet, that I up. bet it is. Pretty sure I have all his shit. So what? It, what? It, I don't. What is it? This I never. Oh, I'll read it. A kid I'll finds read. a shit ton of money. I think. Ethics, being human, and the soul, and the soul come to the fore when a seven-year-old finds a bag of pounds just days before the currency is switched to euros, and learns what we are really made of. So kid fight. I think it's kind of similar. It's like a kid's version of Shallow Grave without the dead body. Got it. Hmm. Like, I think some guys fucking rob a bank and are on the run and somehow ditch the bag. Maybe I saw a trailer for this because that sounds like something that's sort of familiar. And, I don't know why. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Huh. All right. The switching... Currency part rings familiar in my brain. I feel like because I saw a trailer, not because I saw the movie. I'm pretty sure I have it. Um, yeah, it just it sounds really good. Oh, I do remember that poster because that kid looks evil as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He's got a, he looks got a Peyton Manning forehead for sure. Oh my God. That's for sure. That's really bad. Wow. Man. I know I never watched that. I would remember the kid in the movie if I saw more than the trailer. Because I would, I mean, that particular poster he's supposed to look mischievous, but I can see the inner soul of him as evil. Anyway. What's the movie? I'd have to rewatch that, that one to really else. get a lot of info on it. Yeah. You know? Sure. Unless you have trivia for it, which I No, know. not really. There's okay. there wasn't much. Sunshine. We've talked about this movie a bunch. Yeah, we did talk about this recently. I think I think this is my favorite Danny Boyle movie. Really? I really do. I think it's the most underrated. It's so fucking good. Which one is it? Sunshine. 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 So Where the they Earth, have to like yeah. reignite the sun. The, oh, okay. The Earth is the, the Earth is basically people are dying and we we can't grow any crops and shit's going to hell because the sun's dying. So they send a crew to the fucking sun and basically you're gonna shoot a nuclear shoot, bomb into it. But they had already sent a crew before. Yeah. To try and get it done, and they didn't. And this, ultimately, they end up running into, well, you don't really know. They think, you think you run into the guy, but you, you could not. It could just be, I think it's kind of open for interpretation. Yeah. Huh, okay. Uh, really I'm, interesting sci-fi film, though. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw this. Definitely did not get the respect it deserved. No. I remember seeing it in the theater. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was not a widely known movie for some reason. I don't know why, though. Like, like I said, it was, I mean, critically, I think it did pretty fucking good. Yeah. Hmm. Really good cast. Like, good. Everyone in the crew on the spaceship was like, it was really well cast. Chris Evans. Oh, really? Killian, mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Rose Byrne. Benedict Wong. Yeah. Oh, I like, I like Mark him. Strong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I was talking about this two huh. weeks ago, I don't know why it came up. Yeah, we I'm t- like oh, we talked about it the other day. Yeah, I'm like I get to, you and me have talked about this movie a lot, which is weird because I didn't I'd never seen it, and then I, so I watched it just because it, it sounded interesting. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I don't, I don't think it's not my favorite of his movies, but I, I like it. But well, that cast yeah, is, to be fair, awesome. everything he's fucking done is really fucking good. I mean, just, there's, there's not a dud among them. Yeah, I like them all. Yeah, and I, I, I like Eddie too. Maybe it's just the, the the sci-fi aspect of it that I enjoy the most, probably. Yeah, he vowed to never make another sci-fi movie after this one because he says so much of a headache. Really? Huh. The sex- I think maybe part of that too is because it was not. I'm sure he probably wanted it to to be really successful and. For whatever reason, wasn't the sets in this are pretty extravagant too. Like where yeah. the plants are and where kind of everything is. I'm sure digitally too is really hard to do with 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 the sun in the background and all that. I mean, like it's CG wise, I'm sure is pretty expensive. Yeah, really good music again. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch it. It's been a minute. I know. I know. I want to watch it. <laughs> that, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's one of my favorites for sure. Just go home and watch it. <laughs> I think I might. There's like a whole run of movies of his that I don't have any fucking clue. I'd... Trance? I don't know. Oh, anyway, we're not there yet. I'm just like yep. looking ahead. But what's next? Slumdog Slum- Millionaire. Slumdog. Slumdog yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't. I, I forgot that this movie won eight Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that he won for directing, but I didn't. I forgot that. And I think Best Picture, but I didn't yeah, know it that won, it won eight. It won Best Picture. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's really good. It's such a ra- it's like again, it's all over the board. This movie's like so much more random than 
So I didn't I didn't take a ton of the numbers down for his movies because a lot of them are indie, limited release, whatever. Fifteen million dollar budget, three hundred seventy eight million worldwide. Damn. Wow. Yeah. And there was a point where the production company, I can't remember what it is, almost decided to throw this direct to DVD. Really? Yeah. What? Well, because it had the whole kind of Bollywood thing aspect to it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And then Crazy. it won a fuck ton of Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. What was? What's the dude's name? I always forget his name. I Who's now has been nominated like a shit ton of times. I can't forgive him for uh, the last Airbender. So I. Time in uh, Shyamalan. Uh, Dev, Dev, Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Yeah, no, he was in. He was. He's been nominated like three other times since then. I think. No, he's a great actor for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in um that Lion movie that came out, and then Chappie. Chappie, yeah. Chappie. Those are the two that I recognize him from the most. The wedding guest, though, I think is one he got. Did he? He's had several more, I believe, nominated for nominations. I guess I could just look at his nominations, huh? Instead of having to just like guess. Um, nominee for Lion. Um, Hotel Mumbai. Not not for an Oscar though. No, no, just just what oh. else you think? I think that's it. Maybe. I haven't seen that Lion movie, though. I want to. Is he not for the man who knew Infinity? Maybe not. Lion's the one where the like the boy gets separated from his parents, right? Yep. The best exotic Marigold Hotel. Wasn't he nominated in that? Mm-mm. Maybe it's only one. I thought it was more, but <laughs> I could be wrong. A sculptor is nominations is now. He didn't come up on anything <laughs> else. Yeah, it's good, though. The kids in this movie sell it for me. Like, the the back and forth between his childhood, I really like. Yeah. Like, riding around on trains in India. Because it's in India, right? Yeah. They just grow up, like, dirt fucking poor. I actually slept on this movie a long time before I watched it. Really? Yeah. I saw I saw it in a theater randomly, and I didn't know what the fuck I was. I don't I, I don't remember who I went with. They're like, oh, I heard this movie's really good, and I was like, I had no like I went in completely just no idea what it's about, and I was like, that was a really fucking good movie. And then later on, it like got, got nominated for everything. It's like, well, makes sense because the thing was fantastic. I think I saw it at the Avalon. Really, that would make that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I saw it with Adam movies. Norwig. Did you not go? I don't remember. I. I don't remember ever seeing this thing, but brain-wise, maybe I did. Once I saw it was nominated, I watched it. I, I try and watch everything nominated at least. Yeah, 08. Yep. That makes sense because we would he would have still been at No Coast in 08, I think. Right. 20. There's a whole bunch of indie ones we watch with him, actually. Yeah, because we'd go on Sundays. Remember, yeah. we'd walk down. But I don't. I don't remember if this was one of them or not. Yeah, that, that definitely. Kind of a blur. That's 100% where we sat in the balcony. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I, it's a great fucking film 127 hours and it is I'm I've, I didn't meet this guy but I've seen this guy talk the real guy mm-hmm. like the guy that the movie's about and that guy is a fucking cunt like really? he's not cool he's a fucking piece of shit and, Damn. I have, and I have a lot of friends who actually know the dude too like Jason um, Hammett 
used to wait tables at No Coast. Yeah. Yeah, Jason, like, no, like, met him multiple times and stuff, and then, like, he's like, yeah, dude, that guy's a fucking cocksucker. Why did you go watch him? Like, he was, he did some talk at the college. Oh, and, yeah, I remember and that. And I was yeah. like, and I was like, yeah, this guy's a fucking pompous cunt. Like, fuck him. Like, he got himself in that situation because he's a fucking idiot. Right. And it's just like, just jerk. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I was just very unimpressed with him. And so then they, like, which I guess Franco be in the lead in this because Franco has that that fucking pompousness to him. But don't get me wrong, I like Franco a lot. But like I can uh, him, he can like, play that. He portrays it well, sure. Because that's his real. I mean, he's like, well, they made a fucking movie about me. I'm fucking uh, like fuck off, dude. Because that happened. In- I have respect for taking an hour to cut your own arm off with a sure. dull ass fucking knife. But but Josh is right. Don't it be is, a dick about it. It is his own fault. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was his I mean, it, 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 his mistake. I mean, well, you know, and I don't know how accurate this was to real life, but you know, the beginning of the movie, they show him like running out the door, and he misses a call from his mom, and it's like, I don't think I go very many places, at least for like when I know I'm going to be gone for a weekend, without telling somebody where the fuck I'm going. Anybody, yeah. you know, like if he would have told one person, he might not have had to fucking cut his arm off with a dull ass knife, All right? Was it filmed in Moab where it happened? Yeah. Yeah. What's the canyon called? I have no idea. Blue something. Blue Johns. I think I have it here somewhere. Um, (laughs) Blue John Canyon. Yeah. That's interesting that you met him and he was a dick. Or that you've seen him talk. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Spoke to the the college. The the theater there or whatever and I was just like yeah, fuck that guy huh. it just seemed interesting like, you know, I was in, you'd think you'd be a grateful human being and hey yeah. you know I survived and you know thank god and I you know persevered and you can too but no he's ah, he was just talking about how rad he is <laughs> I'm so rad I cut off my own fucking arm pretty much hmm. I'm not even kidding hmm. you wonder if he was like that before probably probably yeah you think well, I mean yeah I guess you gotta be kind of a fucking dipshit like that if you're going to go on a crazy hike by yourself. That's something I don't think I would do either. Right. You know, like, I I would go, I would not be alone. No, yeah, no. Even if I was experienced, I don't think I would go alone. I might have some stuff about this. Let me see if it's cool at all. (laughs) Before Franco got the part, Danny Boyle wanted it to be Killian Murphy. Sure. But for whatever reason, it didn't work out. I can see that. I kind of like Franco in this, though. Sure. Makes sense. I think it's one of the one of the first big roles I remember seeing him in. Like, Yeah. Well, he, he got was, nominated for it. Yeah. I was going to say, didn't he get... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I guess he is kind of a dick, though, in the movie. He's a real dick to his girlfriend, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. Entitled. Yeah, there Yeah. There you go. He's that's entitled. A, that's a good way, sure. That's a good way to put it. And now he's even more entitled, I guess, because he doesn't have an arm. <laughs> I don't have an arm. <laughs> so weird. Think you can tie your shoe with one arm? I mean, there's a drummer from Death Leopard. He's only got one arm. The drummer from Dip Leopard's <laughs> only got one arm. That's yeah. true. That's true. 
But that's drumming. I don't know. <laughs> Tie your shoe. You probably just have Velcro shoes for the rest of your life. Sure. That's have, that'd have to be hard. He got the Velcros. Yeah. Just, just like Macklemore. Like Macklemore. Yeah. 100%. Oh, shit. He got the Velcros. The Velcros. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Salconies. Is that what they're called? I don't Brand I know. Brand Salconies. Yeah, no the Velcros. They make lace-up ones, too. We were discussing the, their hipster shoes. How, how you would tie your shoes with one hand? <laughs> It'd be pretty difficult. I don't even fucking tie my shoes like right with two hands. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> tie them once, and then you're yeah, yeah. you're done until they untie. Yeah. Sometimes I need to you know slip ons. Yeah. Slip ons, I guess. Yeah. Crocs. That. Those are real shoes. It's a good movie. Like I said, it, it's it, it's yeah. it's good. Yeah. Cinematography is really good, and the way it's shot is really good. There's some really cool shots in it, like overhead. I think that you, you, you I think that he definitely used the best um, of Moab that he could. I mean, everything's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, Moab's gorgeous to begin with, but mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely uses the scenery to to, to help him, which is right. good. Just don't go hiking on your own. Yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah. Lesson learned. With no food and a fucking Gatorade and water bottle. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Yeah, a bad idea. It was not a short hike either. It was supposed no. to be like an overnight hike, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah, no. No, I'm not going on an like overnight hike. a bag of peanuts and a Gatorade? Yeah. Come I'm, on, dude. I'm not going on an overnight <laughs> hike. I'm not doing it. I am not camping in the goddamn woods on a rock. I'm not doing it. It's crazy. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I don't like rocks like that anyway, so, yeah. You use this rock as my pillow. Yeah, no. <laughs> Entirely. He's lucky he didn't get fucked. You know, he probably would have got fucking stung by a scorpion or eaten by a goddamn wolf or something. He's lucky he just lost his arm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I he mean, just has to sit there while he's getting eaten. Like. Yeah. Just dangerous <laughs> shit, Moab, man. Fucking you could die. It's true. That would have been a more interesting uh, climax. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is if he just gets fucking gnarled up by... Oh, a werewolf or something. <laughs> Man, the werewolf, I'm way more into it. Dude, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hold on. Can we talk about that? Let's just make this a werewolf movie. Heck yeah, man. To begin with. So yeah. The, the Lone Ranger was missing. If there are werewolves in Moab, I'm coming. Somebody <laughs> somebody change me now. I'm in. It's only a couple hours away. Let's go. Man. <laughs> What's next? Yeah. Uh, Trance. Right. Has anyone seen this but me? No. I'm going to say no. This one slipped under the radar. I think this really didn't get released in theaters. Uh, this is probably one of the best movies you've never seen. Really? Really good. James McAvoy, Rosario Dawson. Wow. Okay. It's like an art heist movie. Um, I like both of them. Very well shot. Fast-paced. No one's seen this. You haven't seen this, right? Trance. You nope. you skipped Frankenstein. Yeah. That was a play. Oh, was it? I don't know why it's an IMDb, but it was a play. Like I started writing it down, and then I researched it, and yeah. Oh, I would totally see this play with fucking Live Benedict action. Cumberbatch. I know. I was like, how do I not know about this? Yeah, but that's right. I was like, it was a play. Okay, because they right. put it, they made it live on TV. Mm, all right. Hmm. Yeah. So trance, trance. Yeah, yeah. I I'll check it out. This. The poster's crazy. Um, so that the yeah. the plot is an art auctioneer becomes mixed up with a group of criminals partners with a 
partnered with a hypnotherapist in order to recover a lost painting. Um, and Rosario is the star and James McAvoy is somehow or another, like ends up helping her. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like I don't, I think I only watched it two years ago. Like for some reason I was just researching Danny Boyle and just stumbled upon it. Like how I not heard of this or no, I think I was looking at James McAvoy movies. I hadn't seen. Sure. You know what it was is I watched split Mm. whenever that was four years ago. And I was like, I need to watch more of this dude shit. Like I've, I've been sleeping on him. He's really fucking rad. And then I found it. Huh. Crazy. Did, did you watch Filth with him? Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. That movie's great. He's a shitbag yeah. cop or cop, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dirty, dirty cop. Literal dirty. It's filthy. Yeah. That's a good movie. For sure. Yeah. Um, this is on Plex. You guys should check it out. Okay. It's fucking crazy good. Oh, and Rosario Dawson, Full Frontal. She's naked and everything, that woman. This one's good, though. This Alex- one's really good. Alex- Alexander. <laughs> Oh, I she's think it's kind of naked there. It's, I think it's the special cut too that she's naked. She's kind of naked there. Okay. This is like, I remember. I remember we looked it up um, on episode sixty nine, and it being. Uh, I was surprised. I didn't know that she'd gone full frontal, and so I don't remember who told us that she was. But like, who was on that episode with you? I think Tom was with Tom them. and Connor. Oh, that's right. You had five. Yeah, that was one of the five skis. The five sums. It's appropriate for you know an episode sixty nine. It's worth watching trance just to just to get that. Sure. She get paid that Halle Berry money for that, I wonder. I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Um Yeah, I don't know anything about this film. I don't even know if I've even heard of it. Like oh. I said, I if I wouldn't have been looking for James McAvoy movies, I wouldn't have right. you know, I didn't know about it at all. Steve Jobs, everyone seen this? Yep. I think that um No, no, I did not watch this, but go on. Michael Fassbender sure? does really yeah. good. Because I watched Seth it. Seth Rogen. I know that I watched something like this Wozniak. and you didn't watch it with me. Mm. Not, I don't care about it, and that's why. What do you mean you don't care about it? I, I don't know what you mean by that. I, I, did, I did not watch this with any, with you. I, I never watched this movie. I, I haven't. I thought it was weird that they made this film after they made that other one. Who was in the other one? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So Ashton Kutcher one I did see. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like the Ashton Kutcher one painted him more in a positive light, and this one was a little bit more negative. Yeah. This one was like his, the fuck bag he was. Yeah, about his kids and and how he was really not very nice, dude. In you know in 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 the business world and then with his family. I mean. That's how most. Crazy. That's how most of those fucking geniuses are. Sure, you know. He's very successful for sure, and if Aspender kills it, I mean, I don't think there's anything that guy couldn't do. Honestly, this is what he was nominated for. Yeah. Um. This originally was supposed to be Christian Bale. Oh, really? That's right. And Christian Bale stepped out, and Jobs, or I mean, Aspender called Christian Bale and asked him why he didn't do it. 
and Christian Bale just felt like it wasn't for him. Hmm. I don't know. But also, I think at that time, a different director was involved. What year? It was David Fincher and Christian Bale originally. Oh, that would have been a totally cool. different movie. Yeah, I know. Crazy. 2015. And then when it went to Danny Boyle, before it was Fassbender, Leo was on board, but then he dropped out to do The Revenant. Okay. So even that would have been a different movie. Yeah, 100%. I thought Fassbender was good, though. So 15 for Bale would have either been um, Knight of Cups or The Big Short. I'm guessing he was probably closer to Knight of Cups because he's a pretty small role in The Big Short. Right. Bale just didn't want to do it. He didn't think he was good for the role. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, that wouldn't have made sense to me. No, yeah, I, I agree. Definitely. But then they pulled the movie two weeks from being in the theater because they weren't happy with the numbers. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. It could have stayed in there for, you know, another month. Probably done okay. And they just pulled it. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it. Yeah, because I definitely didn't see it in the theater. I saw it after. But then it got nominated for several things, yeah. you know. Won a Golden Globe, too. Fastbender win the Golden Globe? Mm. I was just looking at that. I think it won for... Was oh, she won Winslet one. Oh, Winslet, Winslet yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That makes sense. I love Rogan, though, as Wozniak. Oh, yeah, he was mm-hmm. awesome. Like, he kills it. Like, that guy's... Kind of, he was like... There's so many stories about Steve Jobs and him, like, working together. And Wozniak worked for, like, for Atari mm-hmm. first. And, like, he brought... Steve Jobs was doing something else, and he brought Steve Jobs in on this weekend to, like, program this thing and be able to do this. I think it was Pong. It was, like, a Pong game or something like it that. Would, it would have been around that time, and yeah. And, like, he brought him in. They're like, can you do this with less chips? And, like... Somehow he brought in jobs to help him, but Wozniak did some weird, fucked up, crazy thing that, like, even after they were done with it, they're like, we can't reproduce this. This doesn't make any sense. It works, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. And, like, people, I mean, I mean, techie people don't, but, like, a lot of people name-wise don't realize how much Wozniak had to do with, like, and how more important he might have, even more and more important than Steve Jobs was. For Apple, oh yeah. Well, just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. And, like, I think St- uh, Rogan's portrayal of him is really cool. Because really, yeah. the real Wozniak's been in, like, he made a bunch of cameos and, like, Big Bang Theory and shit like that. Like, he's been in there and he, like, they look, like, they made him look, I mean, I don't know, it was, it was really cool. They did a good job on the film. Um, I didn't want to see this one for a long time because that Ashton Kutcher one was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was pretty. pretty like what? Like Tyler was like, oh, "Did you see Steve Jobs? Really good." And I was just like, oh, "Fuck that shit!" Like the the Ashton Kutcher one was garbage. He's like, "Nah, this one's way different, dude." And so that's why I watched it, and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, it was just a different take." It's like Steve Jobs is a fucking garbage human being. And I like that. that like I said earlier, I like that this portrayed him more in a real light and and who he was, and kind of in that you know. Uh, uh, Poor, poor, poor father for sure. I think that was one of the biggest things they focused on. And then Ashton Kutcher's, you know, version. It was, oh, I'm this creative genius, and I saved the fucking world. It's like, mm. but were you a good person? I did think it was really weird. They came out so close to each other. They did, yeah. But the Steve Waz stuff, like Steve Waz, like I met that guy actually. He, he's guy does put on the uh, uh, San Jose Comic Con. That's his Comic Con. It's a comic book show and a uh, tech show together. 
Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. There's only been like maybe four of them. But the very first year, um, he was, he was there at the ceremony, the opening, the ribbon cutting. That's one of the ones I got invited to. That sounds like the one I want to go to. It has a lot of tech stuff at it. Yeah. I mean, almost like a CES. Yeah, kind of. Not, not nearly as big. Right. But Grant, we've had four years since the very first year. But yeah, I was at the San Jose Convention Center and, uh, it was kind of, something that was really crazy is they had a batch of, uh, some company does printed like mannequin style, like statues of people. And they had a Steve Jobs one there that year. The next year they had a Wozniak one. They're, hmm. yeah, they're, uh, overly real looking. Like there's like wax museum style stuff that looks kind of real, mm-hmm. but you, you know, it's not real. And these damn things, man, it was super bizarre because they looked. I don't know, they look stupid real, man. Anyway, but yeah, so that's Steve Wozniak, that's the... I meant to do it look like Santa Claus a little bit. Huff, <laughs> speaking of Atari, did you happen to catch... It, it's on your Plex, it's the uh, the console war? I haven't watched it yet. It's really fucking good. And but I knew all of us would want to watch it. It's really so. good. I, I, I'm glad you got it on there, and it made me think of Josh talking about, which we've talked about multiple times, the fall of Atari and how it happened and kind of who replaced it. But it goes into Pong and Pitfall and everything they did with their home consoles. And then Warner Bros. steps in and fucking shit to the bed, bed, dude. But that that console war, Josh, you need to watch it. It's really good. Which one? Console Wars. It's uh, I think it's on Peacock or whatever, but it's on the Plex. And it's, it's like an hour, hour and ten minutes. Really, really good stuff. I put another... I think this one's actually like a five or six episode show called High Score. That's on Netflix. Yeah, it's really good, too. I started watching that I as well. I put that on Plex. It's a little bit more about the history of video games as far as, um, you know, you go from Pong to Pac-Man to so on and so forth. Right. But it, it, that's also really Do you guys watch the one about the, the that documentary about the E.T. game about Atari and all that shit? So they talk about that in High Score. Uh, yeah, and there's a whole episode on that. We've talked about it before on this podcast, but... But an actual full documentary on that. There is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Pretty fun, crazy. They do some crazy, super, like, uh, uh, what's Indiana Jones called? I'm blanking on it. Are you talking about the game? No, what, who is Indiana Jones? What kind of person was he? An archaeologist. They, they do, like, this crazy archaeological dig. They, like, because they buried him in New Mexico. They buried in, in the landfill, but they, like, they figure out, like, what day that the trash was taken out, and then they break it down by what the neighborhood was and which, which, whether, like, it's insane, and they fucking find it, and they dig it up, and, like, a lot of that shit was, like... Because now it's worth money. Perfectly pristine. Oh, that they pulled out of the landfill? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Some of wow. it's, like, perfect still. Well, they buried thousands of copies because... I'm not just that, tanked. but everything. Consoles, games, like, everything, because they... Atari's like, we're freaking done. I just gotta get rid of this shit. It's so sad. Yeah. But they uncovered a bunch of it. And then, uh, so with that, I mean, this is like we're getting way off t- topic. Imagine that. We're going on a tangent. Mm-hmm. So the dude who wrote um, Ready Player One, yeah. put a he put like a hidden Easter egg in that book that if somebody figured it out, he would give them his DeLorean and ride with them to the unearthing of that. And somebody fucking figured, I don't know what exactly it is, but like they uncovered some crazy super hard Easter egg in that book. A book about an Easter egg had yeah. an Easter egg. That's huh? fucking clever. Yeah. And hmm. I don't remember what it was. You can, I, I never, I, I meant to look it up. I just didn't. I mean, but somebody won his DeLorean. Yeah. Huh? 
That's fucking cool. And I think it was like him and like they gave him the, the DeLorean and George R. R. Martin or something rode with him in the car. I don't know. It was fucking some weird shit. <laughs> I don't want anybody want that fucking piece of shit in their car. But <laughs> <laughs> fucking lazy cunt. Fuck him. <laughs> so hardcore. No, fuck George R. R. Martin. Fuck him right in his stupid fucking old ass. He's going to die before he fucking finishes this. He's not going to finish it because he's lazy as fuck. He's a piece of garbage. I don't think he has an ass. I think he shits out of his mouth. (laughs) He has to be one of those people that drives around in a little, like, go-kart, right? Like, I don't think he walks. No, he does. He drives around in a go-kart and wears, like, a full-on sailor cap. So so he doesn't walk. Yeah, he's a rascal. He's a piece of shit. Fucking fuck him. (laughs) He's a lazy cunt. Fuck him. If I ever get that big, just put me down like the fucking cow I am, man. Take that fucking thing that they use in No Country for Old Men and just... Right in the middle of the fucking floor. I don't think it's a matter of him not being able to. I think it's a matter of he just doesn't. He's just that lazy. He's been doing that for years. It's the laziness. It's like he's a fucking piece of shit. That's why he'll never finish those books. Yeah, Yeah, he's writing other stuff, so I don't necessarily know about that. I think he's not really writing. He's writing a fucking video game. Yeah, that doesn't count for writing. He's writing a video game. Yes, Mm -hmm. that doesn't count. It absolutely counts. No, yes, it's not the same thing. It absolutely counts. It's just like writing a fucking uh, a script. Not at all. A script. Yeah, not the same thing. You can he can shit that over out, out over a weekend. But he's not because he's a lazy fucking <laughs> cunt. That's my point. <laughs> You're not wrong. I agree. It's crazy. It's Silicon Valley Comic Con. Did I say that earlier? You yeah. said San Jose. You San, said Jose San Jose is where it happens. Silicon, Silicon Valley Comic Con is the name of it. Okay. Gotcha. I was trying to find that Wozniak picture in here, but of course I I don't know how I signed it or how I labeled it in my batch of stupid pictures in the world. How the fuck does somebody who threw three interceptions win their first fucking game? Just because the other team that you played is that fucking horrible. Yep. Both team. God, the Bron- this Broncos Jets game was like. They're both on three to come in. Fucking garbage. I was counting on Darnold to win me fucking 35 bucks, and he didn't. I was going to laugh if this ended in a tie, so they still wouldn't have a win. <laughs> That's what I should have bet on. Yeah. That there would be a tie last week because there was, and it would have been like what was it? Bengals five dollar and- bet to win like two hundred dollars, and I was like, uh, I don't. Th- it it could have been any team. It was yeah. just like there will be a tie this week for this much money, and I didn't. And then it, and it fucking happened. All right, what's next? Yeah, train spotting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I skipped. It. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Other than that, yesterday. So this film, I was when I saw, first saw the preview, I was stoked on it, and I made everybody watch the preview. All right. And then nobody else seemed very excited about it, but me, which is fine. And then after the fact, a few people I showed the trailer out at work. I remember showing them the trailer, like, "Hey, there's this new movie I think you might like." And I'm like, "Yeah, what is it?" And they're like, "It's called like Yesterday." It's a bunch of. Be-. I was like, "No shit!" I fucking showed you the trailer. Like, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. And uh. Anyway, it's fucking fantastic. But CBS, as as many things I have to say about this film, like the one thing that it's really cool about it, even though he said he would never do another sci-fi film, is this is for sure a sci-fi film. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Probably just not as demanding to make this one, you know. Well, right, but it's the, more hidden in this one than yeah. what it is. Most people don't realize it's even a sci-fi film. Is it? It, a, it is. But is, is it a sci-fi film because it kind of changes realities or? Timelines? Because it changes realities. Okay. He full-on dies in one universe and wakes up in the other universe. Okay. So the universe that we see the whole movie from is not his universe. 
So some other universe, poor Ellie is savvy because Homeboy got hit by a truck and died. Mm. Bus. Bus, whatever. But like, the whole, there's like a fucking, the whole world shorts out for a second and everything across the planet goes black and then when he wakes up he's in a different reality where certain things don't exist, like the Beatles don't exist, cigarettes don't exist. Harry Coke, Potter doesn't exist. Harry Potter doesn't exist. Coke doesn't exist. Right. You know, Oasis obviously doesn't exist, like, because the Beatles That's never the one did. hole in the movie, but yes. What do you mean one hole? Well, the movie he plays for her when he's a kid, or the song he plays for her as a kid is an Oasis song. Yeah, they never cover that. But you're right, that is a weird that's thing. That's the whole like, movie. Yeah. Because we're, that's where she first kind of fell for him when he was yep. playing at the talent show scene Oasis, Wonderwall. Yep. But they never cover it. They never go back to it. Right. And since Oasis doesn't exist, that song would have never happened. So, yeah, there's a hole in that movie, but whatever. It could have been a different song, though. Eh, it was a different song. It should have been played different. But I guess we're only seeing it from his memory. You can get away with it by making it that way. Right. But it's a whole new movie. Did you like it? I loved it. I've watched it multiple, multiple times. And in this reality, have you seen it? No, I have not. I don't want to say things. I don't want to ruin because so there's some cool things in it. I'm not a giant Beatles fan. All right, so like fucking John Lennon's in it. Mm-hmm. So like there's two other people in this film. Let, that- let me let me say, I respect the Beatles and I think they make right. great music. It just never has been my, 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 my jam. Well, like, you know, John Lennon's dad, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So in this film, there's two other people, this Russian guy and this British woman who lives in Liverpool, and they both remember the Beatles as well. So he's not fucking crazy. So they finally fucking track him down, and, like, they give, like, his his personal assistant, like, this yellow submarine, and he's like, fuck. This is a thing. Because the guy starts being like, I'm a fucking fraud. Like, I didn't write any of these songs. Right. But, like, nobody knows, and he's kind of losing his fucking mind, and he thinks he's crazy. And so then, like, these two people come in, and, like, we just want just say thank you and he's like wait what i thought you were going to call me out for being a fraud like no we love the beatles too and we're just like neither of us can fucking sing so we're glad somebody's doing this and so it's like really that's an unexpected twist yeah it was really neat so it was pretty fucking rad that like you know ed sheeran's in it sheeran sheeran Sheeran. and then he like makes fun of himself a lot (laughs) he's like i'm okay with that instead of hey jude i think maybe like hey dude just be way you know it just flows better man really (laughs) like hey dude you know, and then at one point they have like a song write off, like they're on, t- like he brings them on tour with him and they're like, okay, we'll go separate ways. And like, cause you know, the ki- the guy kills cause he does back in the USSR when he's playing in Russia and he's like, really back in the USSR. That's like that. He's like, yeah, it just came to me. And so they have like a song write off. They like both leave for 15 minutes and come back. And obviously the guy plays long and winding road. And then like, you know, Ed Sheeran plays some like fancy guitar thing or whatever. And, um, everybody's like, ah. Uh, Somebody, Ed Sheeran's like, somebody better shag him before, why you still can, because uh, he's going to be fucking huge. He's like, you're obviously the better songwriter, man. And he's like, I'm going to bed. And like, just was mad because he loses and like walks away. And I don't know. I just, it, no, it all, sounds all good. aspects of it are really fucking cool. I like the movie a lot. You just like, sold me on that. I want to watch it now. Yeah, it's pretty rad. And then th- there, I think there are alternate endings. I'm like, I don't know if you have what you have on it, but I thought the movie was fantastic. I've. Every time it's on TV, I just I just keep if it's on, I'll just watch and you know, keep watching because I like it, no matter what part it's at. Made really good money, twenty six mil budget, made one hundred and fifty three. Damn, nice. Yeah, it's good. Um, I feel like I need to watch it again. I feel like the amount I of think money. I was like super hungover and tired when I watched it, so I wasn't really like into it, but. <laughs> but you also don't like musicals, though, and it's kind of it has a musical feel to it because there's like it music does, in it. but that didn't bother me in this so much. Right? You don't like any musicals, like 
I know you guys have talked about West Side Story, but what about like Chicago or? No, it's not my style. Yeah, not not what about the Blues it? Brothers? Blues Brothers, sure. That is <laughs> fine. Not necessarily a musical. It is a musical. One hundred percent a musical. I'm with Josh. It's definitely a musical. That's fine. I can. I'm okay with that one. Grease, but I also wouldn't. Say All right. So here's the thing. Grease, maybe. I would like Grease more if that wasn't another movie my wa- my mom watched a million sure. fucking times sure. when I was a kid. But I respect it. No, I do too. It just, just again, like we talked about earlier, I'm not the biggest Beatles fan, but I do respect them, and I know they're fucking brilliant. It just was never really my biggest jam. I'm trying to think if there's like a musical I actually like. I like Chicago, Moulin Rouge, South South Park, uh, Moulin Rouge. I didn't like. I like Moulin Rouge. Did you? South Park for sure. Yeah, South Park. <laughs> Trying to help you, yeah. West Side Story is great. I mean, I respect it. Sure. Another one my mom watched a million times. <laughs> okay. I was super into musicals and shit, and I just. I saw it too much as a kid. Sure. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this noise. <laughs> I'm out on musicals. I'm out. Yeah, that's fair. I got 10 minutes into La La Land, and I was like, nope. Can't I still it. haven't watched that either. <laughs> I love La La Land. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I hear it's great. I like that it ends on a down note in it, like, but it also leaves it kind of open. It's like this really crazy. It's really neat the way that it was written. It's not like it doesn't have the normal happy ending. And I don't know, just fucking fantastic. <laughs> that was great. It was cool. Dude did all all the music, like all the singing, yeah. and guitar himself. I wonder how much of this movie was spent on. The, ro- royalties. That's what I, I was going to say. A, a, a part of that budget. I wonder how much of, of the twenty six mil was. Paid to the royalties. Huge, of the, I would At least, I have to assume so. They use so I read that the God. the living Beatles in the estates of the dead Beatles gave them their blessings. So maybe not that much. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, who's who's still left alive? Ringo, Ringo, and Paul, and Paul. That's if, what Paul. If, I forgot if about it's Paul. The real but Paul. the estates, though. So Yoko has Lennon's, and um, I don't know how that's George Harris. It's I know, yeah. and his wife still. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure. It sounded like they didn't put up a fight. Like, they were like, sure, yeah, it sounds like a cool movie. I don't know. <laughs> so maybe maybe just the $500 per song it costs usually. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it wasn't it's, that bad. I, I know it's like, I've been listening to that Scrubs, the, the Fake Doctor's Fake Little Doctor Friends, Friends, and they talk about... Still like, watching that. Story. They talk about um, at, like budgets of episodes for the season, and they're like... Certain songs cost more money than other songs, so like they like they had a uh, uh, U2 song in one season, and it was just like it was the beginning of the third season, and they're like, oh, what? Because most most people, if they go into a third season, they're like, when they come to the like, there's been there's like, oh, we're gonna get our big raise, and like, you know, the cast of this show got they all got Porsches from like you know from the from the studio or whatever, and blah blah blah, and they came in like they got no raise, they got no Porsche, they got nothing, and then like, hey, check it out, we got this U two song for the first episode of the season, and everybody's like, that's where our fucking raises went, right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know like how much, you know, I, I know like different songs cost more money than others. I didn't know that. I thought it was like a flat rate. I was, I guess, I was misinformed. I think the going rate is five hundred dollars to use the song. That's got to be the minimum, right? But I don't know. I, I imagine know. the Rolling Stones charge more than that. Yeah, I, I, again, big, big name bands like that. Again, yeah. I'm not sure, but maybe maybe the 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 living members and 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 these I think they have a say in it. Maybe they chose to say, "Hey, listen, you're not really using these songs as like, oh, it's a background music or a, it's a movie about you know about the band and and their 
their kind of right. music specifically. Maybe they chose to say, hey, you know, go ahead and do it. I think it's possible. Um, What's the name of the actress in this movie? The guy? I can't remember. Oh, please. The chick that plays Ellie, the main female lead, she's beautiful. Um, dude, L- I- Lily, uh... Should have said her Lily. Lily James. Yeah, Lily James, and she plays the main the main lead in Baby Driver, which we just watched the other yep. night. And she's fucking fantastic because she's British in this, but then she has a southern accent in that. His and name is Himesh Patel. Himesh Patel. Yeah. Okay. Probably related to Dev. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Patel's a pretty common name. Yeah, they kind of look alike, though. They too. do look similar. Do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But she's also in Darkest Hour, and she's in. Um, She's in War and Peace. Um, it has a TV show, The Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. She was mm. in that. Um, Do you know she's what's in- surprising? I haven't seen that. God. Anyway, go on. She was in Burnt, but I don't remember. She oh, she's the. Uh, I think she's the main person in the main like the the main server in Burnt. I think. Um. Oh no 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 no. She's the girlfriend of the first chef that he gets. The one she's like scared because he's like cooking in their house at like five in the morning. I guess it's oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that, okay, she's, weird. She's Cinderella in the first, like, Disney. And I that's actually one of the only Disney, re- like, live-action ones I really liked. That was the very first one, right? And it was re- I thought it was really good. It was really well done, yeah. yeah. Um, she's very pretty. And a good actress. Yeah, everything she's done that I've seen her, I've liked her. And she was, I thought she murdered in Baby Driver. I haven't seen Baby Driver. You guys were just talking oh, about bro. it. I know. Yeah. I, I know. Oh. I, need, I need to watch it. You guys were just talking about it the yes. in the... What, which episode was it? Not, not the last one, the one before. Who was that? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, Edgar that's who was, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I was selling cars at the time, and I was like, fucking great. Everybody's <laughs> going to come in and want a fucking red Subaru WRX all fucking spoofed up and murmur, murmur. Right. <laughs> and sure as fucking shit, did they? Absolutely. I want one of those, uh, those WRXs in that movie. Okay. So you're like 12. Go on. Keep going. That's funny. Get out of here. Get out of here. Man. It's pretty funny. I did see a, a clip from uh, one of the. I think it's James Gordon. Is he the the British dude that does the sing along stuff? No, Gordon. Uh, James Gordon. Yeah, is that him? Yeah. Where driving yeah. karaoke? Yes, the same dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's him. They had a. Uh, I guess it was when the Baby Drivers coming out. They did a, a batch of uh, interviews with the different actors, and so they have a sing off thing with Jamie Fox and, of course, Gordon. Because he's the main guy on that show. And then um, Ansel Agort shows up also. And then Phil Harmonic's in there, too. Okay, so as I read through this law bullshit on music royalties, this is the best explanation. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. How do music royalties work? Music royalties and copyright is a complex subject. This guide outlines the basic rights and usage of musical composition. It's very complicated. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> What fucking website is that? That's awful. Um, Short answer. Iconcollective.edu. Jesus. Thanks for that. So, because you're you're paying you're paying the songwriter, you're paying the publisher, you're paying the record label it was initially put out on, and the performing artists as well. And there's a um, synchronization. Um, There's print music royalties. There's synchronization royalties, which would be. Like from from a film all the way down to like somebody that wants to use it in a YouTube video, and then there's public performance royalties, which I don't know how that fucking works. So like, if you're covering it, 
Yeah, but I don't know how that fucking works. So like cover bands and shit like that I don't pay any money. Sure. So I don't know how that fucking I, I, that's again very yeah, how does complicated. That work? And then there's mechanical royalties, meaning like um you get royalties for like CDs and cassettes and streaming services sales like that. There's like all sorts of different ones. I'm not sure how all it works, but it doesn't really say. Well, there's fucking like labels and music companies that try to rip on bars for playing their music and shit. It's like. Get the fuck out of here. You know, Josh, the mechanical one you're talking about would be the same thing that they bring up and actually fake Doctor's Real Friends, how when you go from when it was originally aired to now when it's being aired on Hulu, right. there are certain songs in each season that were taken out because... Yeah. So they've replaced songs in Scrubs. So like if you watch on Hulu now, the song that was originally there, they don't have the rights to it anymore because mm-hmm. it, it time, so much time has supposedly elapsed or maybe because Hulu... Is a different service than initially was put out, or a different like uh, company. Yeah. yeah okay. And so yeah, it's just such a fucking that's a lot. M- me- like muddy, crazy thing. So, <laughs> so it's someone's job at Hulu to be like, oh, I gotta figure these ten songs out today. Doesn't sound fun. It's probably a couple people's job. That would I think well, that I would take a lot of people actually. Well, I know that they do have a li- a master list of like things that are free. And right. they start there, but then they like, sometimes they can get a hold of artists and be like, Hey, we want to put your song on the show. Like, and a lot of like smaller artists are like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And like, they work with them just so they can get there. But then you get people like the, the Beatles that are like, they, they don't need any fucking publicity. And so they're like, Oh, give us fucking a million dollars to use that song in that, in that movie kind of thing. So, I mean, they play a fuck ton of Beatles songs in this movie. And so I'm just kind of curious as like, if they gave him their blessing, if they gave him a deal, but you know, twenty six million dollars isn't a lot of money, and they have some. No, it's not. They have a per- a bunch of pretty wide, big shots and some pretty cool things. It was one hundred twenty six million, right? No, it made a hundred something million. Twenty six million budget. Oh, really? Yeah. Is what is one seventy five or something? Like you said that's fairly small, though. Something. I mean, that's. I mean, it's really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they spent too much money I on the music. I don't think they did either. Huh. But I was like telling CBS one night that like one of my favorite aspects of this film is at the very end of the movie when they're playing Obla Diabla like the way that she looks at him as he's performing and they're just at the school and he's playing for the kids and they're all, oh you haven't seen it but they're like they're clapping along and like he's singing and she's just staring at him and she looks at him with like as an actress with like this pure bliss this pure joy of like this pure love it's so it seems so real the way that she looks at him. And it's just fantastic. Like just the way I think that's why I like her as an actress so much. Cause she just, she plays that role. Like she has that. It's just so, I don't know. It's hard to explain. So genuine. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So I, I, there's a lot of aspects of this movie. I like a lot. So, and like his parents in this movie are hilarious. Cause they don't give a shit. Like he, dad walks in the kitchen. Ed Sheeran's there in the kitchen, like just shows up at his house and dad walks in. He's like, you look like Ed Sheeran. He's like, I am Ed Sheeran. He's like, and then he's like, hand me a plate out of the cupboard or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it, just walks and, out. And it does. And yeah, it's, yeah, there's pieces that are pretty. I do not have millions. Uh-oh. I hmm. think I've looked for it a bunch of times and it's never been put on Blu-ray. So it's like, oh, that's why. Until that's they the, jump on that. That's the kid one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The kid with all the money. I have all of them but that, I think. Hmm. Well, that's it. There's an upcoming one. What's upcoming? I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Methuselah? 
Yeah, Methuselah. Methuselah. Methuselah's a biblical character that lived for like a bazillion years. Yep. Yeah, so an action-adventure story centered on a thousand-year-old man who has used his time on the planet to develop an unparalleled set of survival skills, starring Michael B. Jordan. Huh. Ooh. Okay. Sounds interesting to me. I don't know. Sure. Very, after, very... After- after watching Creed, I don't know if there's anything that Michael B. Jordan can't do. I, I fucking loved him in that. Thanks, I mean, man. I liked him in Fruitville Station. It was probably the first thing I ever saw him in. But, I mean, he's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like him a lot. You know, that Fantastic Four movie, even for as trashy as it is, if it was just a sci-fi movie, he's really good in that, actually. No, yeah. The yeah. acting in it's fine. The writing in it's fucking awful. Yeah, that's the problem. There, was, there wasn't a fucking bad actor in that cast. Give us the trink cut. Yeah, right. I don't think it any better or not, but... I don't know, man. I said before, I'm going to say it again. Go back and watch those trailers, and then watch the movie. And there's so much footage in those trailers that were not used that looked way better. Big difference. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I mean, I guess if the Snyder Cut does well, then maybe we'll see a whole bunch of weird stuff just come out of the woodwork. I think now that the full Fox Disney thing is a thing, I, I, that one may not simply because of that. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, it, it also flops. When's the Snyder I mean, cut supposed to? They're saying 2021 in the first quarter, basically. Hmm. But And they're still going to release it as four hour long things. But they're shooting. Wait, what? The Snyder cut. They're going to do it in four hour long things. Four, sorry, four one hour long yeah. Yeah, episodes or whatever. But they're shooting additional scenes this month in October. That's fucking yep. stupid. Well, so the, the, the big. The, I, I, Not that they're filming additional things, but that they're releasing it in like episodes. No, I agree. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, just, just release it and let it, uh, let it go. But uh, the, the from what I understand, the big reshoot had to do with Ray Fisher, right? CBS, that was the big one. Yeah, he was on the bigger parts for it. <clears throat> they wanted more cyborg and kind of uh, have a better story arc, I think, for him. Uh, but Henry Henry Cavill is done. He's already said he's like, I don't need to. They, they don't need me. Oh, it makes sense character wise. Cyborg is a smaller piece of that whole situation, and that's what he said too. He's like, I'm dead for half the fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's no secret. So off topic. Did you guys watch Enola Holmes? No, I did. Mm-mm. You like it? I did. I liked it a lot. There's talk of him getting a spinoff movie, Cavill, as Sherlock Holmes, because of the, that particular movie. I, think, I like him. I yeah. think, I think, Josh, you're going to fucking dig this movie. Yeah. It's fucking rad. That's another thing I was going to bring up. I was listening to the episodes, and you were talking about uh, Cavill as uh, Bond. And you said you weren't quite sure because he's not British, and he's totally British. Henry Cavill? Mm-hmm. In real life? Yes, in real life. He's British. That weirdo putting together... Computers in his house, Superman? Absolutely British. I don't know about that. I, I 100%. Really? I'll be damned. Final answer. Okay. Anyways, it, I just remember listening to it, and I was like, oh, I, and he told Josh he's totally British, because I think he would work his Bond really well, actually. Yeah, because he, he's already been the other one. The other one I, I, oh, yeah, from Man, Man from Uncle. Man yeah. from Uncle, I'm not okay with that. No, but I do want to see him as 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 in that in the in Nola Holmes. Yeah, that looks it's good. good. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's way better. Like I didn't think it would be bad, but way way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It, yeah, oh, that's crazy. He was born in Jersey, which is like, um, my buddy Abby. She she used to date Deeker. That's where she she moved from Scotland to there. She runs a. It's the British version of Journeys. It's called Shoe. It's like S H U. I think is what it is. Oh, yeah. but she got uh, her manager. It's a small island. It's like a. 
It's like Catalina, basically. And that's where he grew up. That's or that's where he's from. Nice. Yeah, Crazy. Like, yeah, you said it. And I was like, he's totally British. I had, I, I got to tell him because I did not know that. I, I, I've never heard him speak British. Yeah, he's totally British because he doesn't play the British guy in the no, not the uncle. Which yeah, not could, they could have swapped those roles pretty easy. He does. He doesn't play. He plays the American all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. huh. Yeah, I think he'd be a good Bond. I agree. Well, shit. I'm gonna change my. Uh, <laughs> if not for Idris Elba, I think he's my he's my close second. I do love Idris Elba. Yeah, wow, I'm okay sucked. with Cavill, but I'm still all I'm, about Hiddleston. I'm not okay with with this Tom Hardy thing, though. I don't think that's a good fit for at least no. my my thinking. I, is that even in the run? Yeah, yeah. There was room, it's just it. rumor. Yeah, but Hiddleston would be good. I like Hiddleston a lot, but I just don't know if. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Between the group of the ones we've heard so far, I, yeah, I still think, I think Edris is the best choice of the group. But, yeah, when I saw Hardy on there, I thought, man, he's not even shaped right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the dude's awesome. And, like, he's Mad Max for sure. Venom? Sure. Everything else he's done? Sure. But, like, Bond is not, a, not, it's, it's not, no it's not his normal style. bruiser. Yeah. 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 That's, and that's what and I feel Hardy's like. Hardy's a bruiser. It's not his man. style. Yeah. He's not, so, you know, put him in a suit if you want. Make him a villain in it. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, actually. I can see him as a villain super easy for that. Sure. So the guy who wrote um, James and the Giant Peach and all that stuff, wrote Doll, he was like a British, like a uh, Secret Service guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was in, and he was in military, did all sorts of weird shit before he started, and he was good friends with uh, Arthur Doyle who wrote James Bond and stuff. And the... uh Road Dahl helped. He came to the U.S. and worked in the CIA, and like his intelligence helped help the CIA with intelligence stuff during a lot of time. And so the um, like the the mental profile that a CIA agent or a MI six agent has to have is kind of come came was come up with by Road Dahl, and Ian Fleming took that because that's what Road Dahl was. He was a, he was basically an orphan who was a womanizer and drank too much and just had a don't give a fuck kind of attitude. It was kind of a loner. Like all those things go into like who, who make up the best, like um, CIA MI6 like agents. Mm-hmm. And so the guy that wrote James and the giant peach is basically what James Bond is based off of. Wow. Is what, who, you know, he's, that's based off Rodal and that guy wrote. He's written a lot of shit that Tim Burton's done too, right? Yeah, tons. Like, I yeah. mean, he wrote, fuck, dude, I could, I mean. I do know the name now that you say it. I know. If- you know, we've come full circle though, because we were talking about Boyle earlier doing No Time to Die. True. Well, I was trying to write <laughs> so we're still, yeah, we're still, <laughs> we're still in the. There we go. Sort of, yeah. We didn't go on a tangent. I mean, you know, still on topic. Shifted away, yeah. But and weirdly, we talked about the guy who wrote Matilda. We did, yeah. Like the movie Matilda, but Matilda was originally written by Rodal, so it's all fucking connected. And the witches, and a bunch of, oh, Charlie Chocolate Factory actually wrote, yeah, wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's just kind of this weird British incestuous circle, like kind of really weird. But yeah, what I got, I, yeah, it's kind of an interesting connection between all that stuff. Definitely, super interesting. Crazy. So good episode, gents. 
Well done. My brain worked really good tonight because that CBD, man, and my mushroom pill and the quad shot espresso all mixed together. There you go. Except I also took all my vitamins, too, and so, like... About halfway through this episode, my stomach felt like somebody stabbed me in it, and it still doesn't feel that good. But I went, ate, I went and ate. I ate earlier. But I went and ate some crackers and it helped it. Mm-hmm. I need to not. I know that from doing that in the morning when I take all my vitamins on an empty stomach, and that's not a good idea. That always hurts. But uh, I felt like there wasn't any thirty thirty involved tonight, so it made things easier. That probably would have made my stomach feel better. Possibly, know, maybe. For sure, it does. <laughs> <laughs> So we have stickers. So if you're listening to this and you want a sticker, send us a message on some sort of social media. I check the Instagram and the Facebook messages. Um, so just send me one if you want one, and we'll just throw it in a fucking envelope and mail it to you. I don't give a fuck. I'll throw some stamps on that and send you something. For sure. Or just if you live in Grand Junction where we're at, just get a hold of one of us, and we'll get you one. And you can put them on a stop sign or... You know, wherever the fuck you want. Somebody's car windshield. That doesn't matter to me. I need to hit some people up that have hit me up, but. So we can do that. Um, but we got two new, not new. We have our, the OG back and we got a new one that, um, I've threw together kind of a CVS finished it and like put it where it needs to be. And, um, it's the old school movie theater, 3D movie the- theater scene. And then uh, Tyler also got some Scovillionaire stickers made, which is his and Connor's um, hot sauce review show. Fucking brilliant design, man. It's just so simple. And yeah. CBS and me have action figure deconstruction stickers for our um, action figure unboxing YouTube show. Um, both those, both of those can be found at top5comicspodcast.com. Uh, it has links to all that stuff to the Never Been Done podcast, to Top 5 Comics podcast, and to um, CBS's brothers, like a gaming streaming thing called... Um, the YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah, Ant-Man 2050. Yep. Um, on socials, I'm at Wendell24 on Instagram, or you can also follow Never Been Done and all of the other things. Also, if you want to, um, follow The Red Oasis. There's always some... I haven't posted much there. I have a bunch of pictures that I need to post, but... Of us hanging out there. If you haven't been invited yet, there's a reason. Private club. So, got to make yourself worth it, you know? Only people who are, you know, pay their dues. Yeah, true that. Got to put in the time. Got to put in the time. They got stickers made for that, too. Yeah, CBS also <laughs> had those many. Thanks for Toby for designing. Those are very nice. Tobias. He, he did a good job on that. Yeah, Bill. Pretty hilarious, but CBS have got up as well. And then, um, Tyler, you're at Huff Tizzle. CBS, you're at uh, Top Five Comics CBS. And somebody finally got an Instagram. Oh, yeah, huh? Hello there. Instagram, Twitter, all of it. That's Kazama Killer, K A Z A M A K I L L E R. What's that mean? So, Jim Kazama, is, uh, you ever play Tekken? Never yeah, played Tekken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you. one with the fire pants. <laughs> That's Jin, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big Jin player. Um, and uh, yeah, his last name is Kazama, and I made up the name, and I wanted it to be my kind of calling card, and no one else fucking has it, so that's me. So the roommate that I had when I was in college, his name was Jamie Ork. He's the one that brought Jack Johnson to our house. And I got an argument with Jack Johnson because he wanted to watch Emperor's New Groove. And I wanted to watch Jackass. And I said, I don't give a fuck who you are or what acoustic songs you can play at a coffee shop. I live here and pay the <laughs> fucking bills. So shut the fuck up. 
and Jamie's like, whoa, dude, he like plays shows all over Colorado. I was like, where is he? Like coffee shops and stuff? And I was like, eat dicks. I don't give a fuck. I want to watch Jackass. Get the, f- go watch Emperor's New Groove in your fucking shitty van. And, uh, anyway, that's Jamie. But Jamie actually got so mad at me one time because I'd never played Tekken before and I played it with him as Jin and I beat him like nine times in a row. Just, I don't know why. It just, sometimes if things flow and Jamie was like a very competitive, like very gigantic asshole and he like threw a remote control at me and I ducked and it, controller shattered on the wall and then he got mad at me that it shattered on the wall because he should sure just let it hit you and it wouldn't have broke i was like you are such a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit and then a few minutes later i think is the same day he kept talking shit so i threw a blanket over his head and i tackled him and started punching the shit out of him just like in the face and our third roommate kyle came home and uh he's i was like hey kyle <laughs> and jamie was like cut the fuck off he's like how's it going man and I was like, one more, and I got up, and it was like, <laughs> Kyle to this day, like, dude, that was so funny when you beat Jamie up with that blanket over his head. I mean, he had a blanket, it didn't, like, do much, but I think he had a bloody nose, but. Fed many the argument over Tekken. Yeah. I actually went to Vegas and played an Evo, which is the largest fighting tournament in the world. Yeah, and you got your ass kicked. I got my ass handed to me, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my, <laughs> that's my Tekken story. There you go. We all got him. It's all good. I'm I'm that good at Mortal Kombat. Ooh, I am. Too. I had the arcade machine. I got really fucking good. Fucking love Mortal Kombat. I broke up with this girlfriend, Mortal and Kombat I spent like two. I don't know. It's actually Ultimate Mortal Kombat four. It wasn't. Yeah, which has all the characters and all the moves are right. all the same. Yeah, that's got everything. Yeah. So you broke up with a girl with that? I broke up with a girl, and um, Chris and me, Chris Boyd and me, bought the arcade machine. And we had it downstairs at Sahiro when I was still working there. So I spent six months getting wasted and playing Mortal Kombat every night for multiple hours and got really, really, really good. Fucking awesome. Who'd you play as? Reptile. No reason not to. Reptile's a fucking G. Yeah, dude. Go invisible and then just sweep yeah. the fuck out of people. And yeah. that's like, I don't give a fuck if it's cheating or not. I don't give a fuck, yeah. Wouldn't put it in there if it wasn't cheating. Right. But then I went to one up and was playing with a bunch of people and I was like playing and like some guys like, I got next game when you lose is like, I'm not going to lose. Not gonna lose yeah. And, uh, he's like, whatever. I was like, you want to play me for it? And I played him once and I beat him and the guy's like, one more game. I'm like, all right, man, if you pay, and you know, it's only 25 cents. He's like one more game. I was like, all right. And his girlfriend's watching and he like beat him again. He's like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, you're not going to beat me. Like <laughs> all you got to do is admit that you can't beat me and I'll leave. And he's like, I'm not fucking his girlfriend. Just like, just say it. I was like, I was like, okay, you pick the person that I play with, and then and he's like, and he picked the, um, who did he pick? Sonia, maybe that I had to beat him. And I beat him with Sonia. Like he actually like got some hits in on me on that one, but then like I beat him again. He got all pissed off and like threw his quarters down. I was like, just have the machine, man. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like I just own them. I own the arcade machine at home. Like, you didn't say that. I was like you didn't fucking ask. Why should I have to tell you? <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn, but in practice, I'm probably the best Tekken player in town. I've won tournaments. I've played, you, just like you, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fucking hours. I'd like to see you play CBS's brother. I will beat Steve. <laughs> I was any your brother really good at Tekken? He, he's played a lot of Tekken. I will, I, I, I will whip Rob's ass. I will do a money match against Rob. You can tell I mean, me. Rob's not bragging. I'm, I'm just, I just remember that being like his thing. I've like played video games on Pirac and I just remember like Tekken's his jam. I will I'll, I'll take I want to see this. Let's I'll, do it. I will play tell him I'll play uh, five bucks a match. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not gonna do that. Oh, can okay. we bet on it too? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, You guys can bet amongst yourself, I guess. Side pool. I, mean, I don't know. Okay. I I played Tekken okay too. I wouldn't necessarily say I was gonna go in with champion blah 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 but I've won a couple tournaments. That's yeah, but he plays video games for all the fucking time still, and you don't really. That's true. I might 
ten and eyes and several fingers, so I don't. And you work. I used to. Yeah, you have a job. He's a job too. Mm. But as far as like game stuff, like Tekken Two, with the first uh, June—is that what her name is? June's there, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good with June. Arcade, you couldn't stop me moving. Actually, mm. yeah, I can chain that combo together the oh, entire yeah. time. It eventually, now, it just becomes muscle memory. Hindsight, man. I don't know if now I can that's do the, it or not. That's the thing, though. Arcade's different than console. That's it true. Is. I could do it on the console too, though. <laughs> What's the dude what? looks like Jackie Chan? What's that guy's name? Lee or Law? Sorry, Law. Yeah, Law. You got Forest Law and then Baby Law. No, no. Oh, yeah. There's two. Not, there's no, two Jackie laws. Chan, not Jim, not not Bruce Lee. Oh, Jackie Chan is 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 Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lee. Lee. He's got Duke Lou moving there. That yeah. messes with people. It's awesome. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. I'll take Rob on anytime. You tell him that. I mean, whenever I talk to him again, okay. I guess. Sounds good. Okay. That was a good tangent. I liked that. <laughs> do you have a copy of that game here? You don't, do you? I don't think so. I have it in my house. I have Tekken 7. Let's go. Which one's 7? The newest one. Okay, I don't think I ever played the newest one. Do the combos still look the same way? I'm going to say they don't. No. Oh, yeah, okay. No. Now we got to go back to, like, 2. Yeah. Then, then we can have a talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, the, the moves translate into the newest games, don't they? Yeah, uh, sometimes, but they don't chain things the same way. They are iterations of. Yeah. yeah. June doesn't even June isn't even alive anymore. But yeah, yeah well, they killed her off in the game, but as as a thing, yeah, we have to go back to the game too. That's a. I think the only tournament I was ever actually in for games was uh, Soul Calibur. Actually, Soul Calibur One. So I did play a tournament. I, play, I, time. I, I played tournament for for two. Yeah, Soul Calibur Two. I always like Samurai Showdown. Oh, dude, they played that at totally Evo. What a cool game. Man, that's such a fun game. And just huge following. I always and liked the dude with the wolf. That guy was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The art style is really yeah, cool in it, too. Neat. Yeah. Really well done. How's that? All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, for another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. If you like this version of the podcast, there will be a, at least two more episodes of us completely sober because it's Sober October. True story. Um... I'm not sure. I was, uh, we're just going to be sober. There's some other things going on with that. We're going to try and get more fit, more healthy this month. Uh, at least Tyler and me. Um, other than that, you got anything? That's all I got. You guys got anything? Check out all of our other things. Rock on. You want to stick or ask us? If there's somebody you want to hear about that we haven't covered yet, hit us up. If there's somebody we did cover and we did a fucking terrible job on it and you want to hear about, hear the, about them again, have to wait till we get through our list first, but we might do that. We'll revisit some eventually. Yeah. You can call them the apology episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yep, yep. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. Hootie hoo! Yeah.